0: And good evening, fuckers, and welcome back to another edition of the Patriot Party Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, is my lovable, indubitable, better half,
1: v Lynn. Good evening, Patriots.
0: And tonight...
1: I sound a little better tonight. The last podcast was rough, to be honest, and... This one's a little late in coming because I have been fighting a sinus infection on just one side of my face. It's the most random thing. So I was very nasally in the last podcast and I yawned a lot. And in case people haven't figured it out yet, which you should, if you're alive, yawning is contagious. So So I yawned a lot. (laughs) So when you guys heard Mick yawning on the podcast in the last one, it's because I was yawning and then making him yawn. And
0: I was trying to not yawn. In
1: fact, one of our more recent listeners hit me up on Twitter. Um. So a uh, shout out to Connor Kraut, because um, he, he called me out on the yawning. We had a whole discussion about
0: it. <laughs> she was yawning like something fierce. I really it was. was very contagious. I, I
1: couldn't stop, because just between the infection and the antibiotics, that first day antibiotics just kicks your ass, and I was... Freaking beat. So anyway, I apologize for the yawning (laughs) in the last podcast. But um, don't
0: do it tonight. I,
1: I won't. I am. I am raring to go tonight. In fact, I had all this stuff ready to go. And then Mick laid out what he's been working on all week. And I was like, everything I have is a distraction because this shit that Mick's got is going to blow your fucking mind. So I'll run through my, my distractions and like speed headlines real quick at at some point. But y- y'all want to pay attention to what Mick's going to lay out here. Cause this shit's this. Wow.
0: And I have been working on this for the last week. So you're all aware. And I have a bit of a retraction to lead out with something you do not hear in the major media. News headlines such as NBC, CBS, CNN, any of those communist
1: drive-by media,
0: drive-by media sources. No, instead, I'm going to go ahead and tell you right now. I kind of blew through a story last week and kind of reported wrong as to what the story actually well, entails. It
1: was, I wouldn't say it was wrong. It was no, there, a, there, no, it was no. a misinterpretation
0: of what was read. Of, yes,
1: of, you read it incorrectly. Maybe you didn't read. Maybe you didn't read it or or go into it as thoroughly as you should have. I don't know that anything you said, except for one thing, I don't know that anything was straight out wrong, but it was definitely more in depth than what I think you realized initially.
0: Correct. And now that I have gone through it and I've looked at it and pulled it apart piece by piece by piece. And then I actually had violin go out earlier this week and I said, Hey, on your way home, would you do me a, God bless it favor and pick me up a dry erase board with some dry erase markers. And she thought I was going down a road of numerology. Well, in a way I kind of did go down a road of numerology. Because that's actually how the
1: week started out was Mick going Mick. Oh, okay. So quick tangent here before we get deep into this. Mick doesn't sleep. Well, much. And in Mick's world, if he's awake, then I must be awake too. But I like to sleep. And I am a real fucking cunt when you wake me up in the middle of the night. So anyway, um, he, he's, he's, he's a masochist. He's seriously a narcissist. I don't know. Whatever. You like pain. Um, so he likes to wake me up in the middle of the night when he's awake just for whatever reason. So he woke up watching the movie The Knowing, which he hadn't seen before. And then he woke me up and he was like, have you seen the movie The Knowing? I was like, yes, fucker. I saw it 10 years ago when it came out. Oh, this was
0: at like three o'clock in the morning,
1: 10 years. We're on that 10 year timeline on the movie shit again. Anyway, that was a, that was a different rabbit hole for a different podcast.
0: Yes. And we're not going into that tonight, but that's (laughs) how it started kind of sort of, and then I started writing in mirrors and doing some weird shit. And then I started realizing, well, if I applied this to something else, I'd get somewhere else and it led me down the rabbit hole. We're about to go down tonight. So to begin I got to start out with a certain sound because everybody knows that, uh, well, most people that listen to us know that I don't do this very much for myself, but tonight I'm going to give myself a double dose of this one because I deserve it. Mm -hmm. You get a twofer on that one. Because I really fucked up. I really skipped over this one. I kind of blew through this one last week, and I didn't realize how much information was actually in this one. But if you remember last week, I brought up the whole fact that Trump wanted to publicly grill Fauci on the Wuhan lab funding in China for the pandemic. Well... I got a kind of a different take on it the following morning, and I've got to give a lot of credit to where credit's due. I'm going to go ahead and throw a big shout out to Dan Bongino because he really started my mind turning in six different ways from Sunday. So I started doing some really deep research into it. And
1: After he apparently listened to our podcast because he referred to the robot one not long ago. He did. He did. Which is awesome. (laughs) If you haven't
0: listened, please go back and listen to Dan Bongino's podcast because he absolutely did. He talked about uh, robots. He said, I was listening to another podcast that talked about how there was such a separation in everybody today and started talking about robots. He just all of a sudden brought up robots, how people were being replaced by robots. And I was like, holy shit, he's talking about the blanks. I, he he listens to us anyway. He might not, it might've been somebody else. I doubt it because I I don't think anybody else else has gone down down that that rabbit hole but me, but either way. Anyway, I, I, I kind of sped through this this piece last week, and it has, <laughs> as I later found out, a ton of really good information. Really, it goes down to this uh, Sherry Markinson, who, uh, or Cheryl Markinson, sorry, um, who wrote a book, and uh, it's coming out. Apparently, it is yet to be published, um, but what really happened in Wuhan, and it really lays out a very strong case to something we have been talking tons about. And I know a lot of people are like, all right, I'm really sick to death of this Fauci shit. This is the, this is the story of our lifetime. If you have been alive for the last, uh, let's just say 25 years, this is bigger than uh, getting a blowjob in the White House it, under the overall office. This is bigger than Trump being impeached twice. This is bigger than even Clinton getting impeached. This is bigger than all of that. This takes the cake because this Technically, proves- Technically,
1: this is bigger than 9-11.
0: Yeah. This proves a true conspiracy all the way down to its- Let's, let's start out with what- uh, everybody says this. Well, that's a conspiracy. Okay, so what is a conspiracy? I asked that initially. What is a conspiracy, led? Please tell me what a conspiracy is in your in your words. Not don't look at my board. How no. dare you, not at cunt? All. <laughs> in your words, tell me what a conspiracy is.
1: Uh, a conspiracy is a a bad act done by a group of people that cover it up.
0: Okay. Well, yeah, that's that's. Uh, uh, very sim- rudimentary. In its simplest form. In its simplest form. That is an actual definition of a conspiracy. So in that, what do you need?
1: Well, you, you need the bad act. You need the people and you need the cover-up.
0: Okay. So let's now apply that to the law. In the law, what you just said is you need conspirators.
1: Those would be the people. Those would be the people I, we're that... not talking about conspiracy theory because nope. conspiracy theory was means a, there's no fact. Was a name that was made up by liberals wh- that whatever, have no definition for it. The CIA or whomever, whomever, whatever. But conspiracy theorists is a label. Actual conspiracy is a legal definition.
0: And conspirators are a part of those people who conspire to hide something from the public or from the legal view. So you need conspirators. You need not hidden facts. You have to have overt facts. Overt facts meaning it happened in plain sight. It happened, it affected people in a certain way. The following, the third thing you need for any good conspiracy case is motive. What was the motive for them to commit the act, for the conspirators to commit the act that would cover something up?
1: Isn't there always only just one
0: motive? 90% of the time. Sometimes it can be two, threefold, depending on how deep you get in the conspiracy. So for instance, um, there's been a lot of talk that, well, everything about the Vatican has been a conspiracy. What's the motive there? That's always, no. Money. No.
1: It's always money.
0: No. Well, that's what I used to think. That's what I used to think until I met a bunch of Muslims that taught me differently. It's not always money. Sometimes it's just belief. It's what they believe. Okay. I die hard belief. True
1: faith. True faith can be more dangerous than money.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So you can't say it's always money. It's not always money. However, when you get into this shit, what we're talking about.
1: Well, hold on real quick though, because well, yes, true faith can be, or the faithful in whatever faith it is, can be more dangerous than money. The people that are driving the faithful tend to be motivated by money. They're not actually true believers.
0: Well, it again, now I've met some Muslims that'll tell you a different story. Well, actually, they won't talk much at all unless you're talking to them yeah. through a Ouija board.
1: They're the, they're the faithful and they are driven by someone who is espousing them to, you know, telling them to to go go do this in the name of our faith but are those people actually motivated by faith or are they motivated by money?
0: But then there lies the question, which is something I'll never know because I killed them. So it's a great question. I have no idea (laughs) either way. The point again, that I'm bringing up is that in any great conspiracy, you get to motive. What is the motive? There has to be a motive behind it. This week I decided that in my, retrospect in my retraction and correction of what I have to say, because again, like I said, I kind of breezed over this and this just happens to probably be the biggest news story of this, sh- of our lifetime, of my lifetime. At least I have never un- unraveled something so profound as what I have unraveled this week and what I have found out this week. Because- and,
1: and hold on, mind you real quick, Mick was a professional investigator for a long time. And not just that, you know, like he he wasn't following around cheating husbands or wives or anything like that with a camera, like not that kind of investigator. Like a, a straight up federal investigator, trained as such, digging into
0: spies. I mean that's Shit. what I look for. Okay, yeah. I was I was looking for the spy inside I was us. trying
1: to be delicate but yes that's I, I didn't know There's quite no, no how point, to say it. Point but in yeah, so that, Mick, but. Mick hunted spies before he hunted terrorists and after Well, I actually terrorists.
0: did both, but Yeah,
1: at the same time. So he actually knows what he's doing when he says he's investigating, he he has some kind of standard for how to go about well, conducting I have a an criminal, actual investigation. I have a
0: criminal background in Conducting investigation. Yeah, from anyway, the
1: investigative side, not the criminal side.
0: Long, Well, actually, I kind of have both. <laughs> but long story short, uh, pl- I applied that a lot this week, and it really kind of started blowing my mind when I started linking things together, started looking at things, because- one of the big news stories that came out this week, just so you're all aware, just in case you've been asleep for the last seven days, uh, or at least since Monday was our last podcast, right? was Monday, something like that, Monday or Tuesday. We yeah, had, I, think it, was,
2: uh, I yeah, think it was Monday. I think Monday. So
0: if you've been asleep since Monday, one of the really big news stories that popped is Fauci's emails got put out there. And not only did they get put out there, they're on blast. Um, somebody filed a FOIA request And that FOIA request is still ongoing. They've only now, we're only reached now, I think we're up to 6,000 some odd emails as of today. Um, When I downloaded them, there was like 3,827 of them. I got through about 1,500 of them before I said I needed a whiteboard um, because I started losing track of what people were saying. So I laid it out on a whiteboard v uh, velin tonight, earlier tonight, she posted it to our uh, Telegram account. So if you want to see exactly what I'm talking about, well, I talk about this right now because this is going to blow your fucking mind. There are parts in this that when I say this stuff, you have to be able to look at the board and see it and say, holy shit, because when you see it and when I say it, you're going to be like, wow. And then when I explain what the conspiracy is, You're going to be like, holy fuck, if this is true, that's the end of, I mean. uh, People need to go to jail. it It adds more questions, unfortunately, but every good conspiracy that you uncover always adds more questions. Go ahead and ask about UFOs. For 60 some odd years, 70 years, we were asking questions about UFOs that only a little bit of information that people had actually produce conjecture to another question, another question that asked another question that asked another question that asked another question. Look at where we're at today. Now we've got the federal government coming out and telling us, yeah, there's some weird shit flying around our skies that we have no idea what they are.
1: But we know they're not American, but that yeah, was all they said.
0: Yeah. We, we know they're not human. They're, no, they no, weren't made they by said, a man.
1: They said, we know they're not American. That well, was all that they said.
0: Uh, well, okay. So there you go. So this is just like any good conspiracy because now it adds more questions. And I will get into those questions because I've, I've asked a bunch of them myself and now I'm starting to wonder because now I'm really wondering what the frick is going on here anyway. So, uh, it starts with this story and I, I kind of kicked it off and I I said some wrong shit in there and I did say some wrong shit. I don't care what Velen says. I did say some wrong shit because I said that, uh, this cat, uh, what the hell is his name? Actually, hold on one second. Anderson? A, yeah. He, no, it wasn't him, was it? Was it him or Park? I forget which. Christopher Anderson. That's the one.
1: Christian Anderson. Christian
0: Anderson. Sorry. K. That would be Christian with K. Yeah. He's actually the shithead who's kind of behind all of this. He kind of started it out. He called a flag. He threw a flag on the field and then pulled it back very quickly. Christian Anderson is kind of the guy that led all this off because he said, hey, wait a minute. Uh, There's some shit going on in this disease that doesn't make any sense. So I was like, all right, so now people are talking and there's different actors here. I got to start laying this shit out so I can understand it. And I'm a very visual guy, so I've got to be able to see the actors laid out as to what they're saying, when they're saying it, how they're saying it, so on and so forth. So I started to do my own kind of whiteboard thing and on a computer it really doesn't work out as well as if you can actually draw it out yourself, write it out yourself, you learn more while you're doing it. So that's what I did. So I started out, um, early as early, my first date up there is what, uh, 20, which is the, the first, first reported
1: confirmed COVID confirmed case, case in, in the, the United
0: States. States. Um, so I started there and I work myself forward from there in the emails. I put the email chain in there. And if you're looking at the whiteboard right now, you're looking at green boxes all the way across, pretty much the top with some blue lines and some other things. So if you look at that, the green boxes are all the email drops that I have that I thought were relevant. And I started and I, I did just basic word searches looking for different things, different names, different people. And I started finding some really weird stuff. So on 131.20, uh, Andre Khalil uh talks about Remdesivir for the first time. It was it was as early as one thirty one There is an email to Fauci from this Andre Khalil who talks about the effects of remdesivir on COVID and how effective it is in that it has almost a 98% effective rate against COVID, killing COVID, which is like, wait a minute, 98%. When was the last time you heard that number ever used against COVID?
1: In the vaccines?
0: Correct. That was the last time I ever heard that number used against COVID. So I was like, man, that just sounds fishy as fuck. So automatically I tagged it through to the side. Boom. Right below that, I get another. There's another one in there from Christian Anderson who uh, I can't read it from here. You read that from here? It's the orange one.
1: Christian Anderson email about CGGG. All right. Admon. So.
0: Christian Anderson sends Fauci an email on the same date about the CGG, which is um, the abnormality that's within the COVID vaccine or the COVID virus that doctors, scientists, I don't give a fuck who they are. They cannot explain it. So when I say they can't explain it, what I'm talking about is that is something that does not naturally happen in nature. You never find that combination unless man has introduced it. It's something that proves that man has fucked with it. This is something that makes it more effective as a disease that actually kills people like a weapon than as something that sits in the corner and colors quietly with a bat. Well, the bat's fucking another bat. Some shit falls on some food. Some food ends up in a human's mouth and becomes a disease that kills millions of people. So the CGG repeating genome sequence within COVID proves that COVID was not naturally made. It was man-made in a lab. It actually proves it because there is no other disease in all of the diseases out there that man knows about that CGG shows up as a repeating genome that normally when man fucks with a genome... That's the one we fuck with because that's the easiest to manipulate. And this was back on 13120, folks. This wasn't like last month. So this was. This was on January 31st, 2020. So this was a year and a half ago. Correct.
1: This was before the shutdown. Correct. This was two weeks after. This was
0: two weeks before the first death.
1: This was two weeks after the first COVID case in the United States. Fauci already knew that it was man-made.
0: Well, hold on. Not only, this was the interesting part. So I started re- reading deeper into the email because the email has about 700 different email chains in it that all go to different people. In the original email, guess who I found out was a part of that email that they try to hush, hush, quiet, quiet. And I again, I found that, 60 or 70 emails down the chain well down the road i found a bunch of emails later i figured out who they were talking about before they were actually talking about it who is that mike pence
1: mike pence the
0: vice president of the united states at the time
1: closet homosexual from indiana mike pence i
0: believe so but we're going to get back to that because that takes on a whole different part but also peter Dasick is in there also, Christian Anderson is in there, obviously, because Christian Anderson sent the original email that said, wait a minute, we can't go out there and say that this was a biological thing that just occurred in nature. Because this,
1: here's the proof that it was man-made.
0: Yeah, we actually have proof that says the other way. So, And Fauci's involved in this. So this is all about what Fauci know knew, when he knew it, and how he knew it. Then the question becomes, when should Fauci be called in front of a court for a crime? Because there's some shit here that continues that really makes you wonder. So we move on very quickly two twenty four twenty We move about a month, month ahead, right? 22420, um, almost to the end of February and Fauci receives an email from the University of Columbia that talks about the effectiveness or no, I'm sorry, that wasn't 224. That was, uh.
1: No, that was too That talks about an email was, um, with
0: the positive effects of hydrochloroquine as a possible fucking therapy. Th- therapy against COVID 19. Oh, by the way, again, Christopher Park is involved in this email. Dasik's involved in this email chain. And now that I figured out who this other third party was, Pence is also involved in this email chain. So Pence knew about
1: hydroxychloroquine in February.
0: February twenty fourth, twenty twenty. So February twenty ninth, twenty twenty. Columbia University sends an email to Fauci, again with Pout, uh, yeah, Pence, Park, and Dasick all on the subheaders in there, cc'd, that they have found a ninety eight percent effective rate with hydroxychloroquine. Fighting COVID 19. Again, 98%. When was the last time you heard 98% used?
1: Remdesivir.
0: When was the last time before that?
1: <laughs> the vaccines. The
0: vaccine again. Okay. So now we hit 3,220, right? Our first 14 deaths, 14 deaths from COVID are reported on 3,220. Okay. 3,420. It's really crazy. This is some nutty shit. Okay. This is where it gets really crazy. So, <clears throat> on 3420 of course I can't read it cuz it's too far away. Hold on. There are questions concerning if I'm reading it properly. There are questions concerning concerning both hydroxychloroquine and remdesivir done in one article. And this article is published in, oh no, that I'm sorry, that's the last next one. Um the commission. Oh, there was a somebody went to Fauci to ask for emergency authorization for use of uh, remdesivir.
1: Compass, compassionate use authorization compassionate, for compassionate. remdesivir.
0: Fauci denied it. it. Within the same email, said, "Nope, it hasn't been proven effective yet." Okay, this was as of three four twenty. Wait a minute. Now you're asking. Wait a minute, Mick. You just said on one thirty one twenty, he had actual proof that it was effective. Yep, I sure am. I'm going to ha- go ahead and say right now that on 3, four twenty, he said, nope, you can't use remdesivir because there's no, there's no scientific fact that it actually works. He also begins to, uh, the works of, uh, uh, I'm trying to see same day he gets
1: email from Dr. Fauci stating, um, post.
0: No, no, no. I'm talking the orange. What's the orange?
1: Oh, reconfirms it works in the same email chain.
0: Yeah. Oh, in the same email chain, he gets another email from another doctor that says, no, no, remdesivir is actually effective. And all these other doctors are now starting to ask questions. So then on the same day, there's another email that says the first email from Dr. Fauci that actually went public that says, um, you know, there'll be some immunity. If you have been exposed to COVID. So if you've already been exposed to COVID, you're going to get, there's going to be some natural immunity to getting it again, meaning you're not going to get it again. If you've been exposed also on this date, he happens to receive an email from Russia channel one, which is a big fucking Russian, State run. State run media source that wants to bring him on for a fucking interview to say, hey, well, let's talk about, you know, COVID 19, this, that, the other thing. Of course, that's the only ones that he responded to personally, other than that first email in which somebody wanted compassionate use for Remdesivir from the CDC. And Fauci says no. So then on 3820, right? We hit this other one. And this one is the one that'll really blow your mind. Because this is the one that blew my mind at least. That started the mind blowing, I should say. Because I really ended out with a really good rim job at the end of it. So because I did some other interesting searches into some other things, because I had access to some other things that really fucking well, I got to obliterate VLAN's mind tonight. So it was outstanding because when I said what I said, she was like, You have got to be fucking kidding me. Anyway, so then. On 3820, to he- this is where the cover-up starts. If you're looking at the whiteboard, you'll see that this is where the cover-up starts. Uh, the UK Lancet publishes a uh, document that questions the use of hydroxychloroquine and remdesivir to fight COVID-19. And they basically lay it out that how can you fight something that's not man-made?
1: So the Lancet is one of the most highly regarded medical journals in the world. If it's published in the Lancet, I mean, doctors take it as if it's published in the Lancet, it's It's the Bible gold. It's the Bible, right? It's the Bible. It doesn't get published in the Lancet unless it's been double, triple, quadruple fact checked, peer reviewed, the whole thing. Yep. And yet somehow someone was able to publish an article in the Lancet with entirely made up facts. Yep. And entire the whole study about how hydroxychloroquine ha- um, and remdesivir negative effects on the heart, this that and the other. Yep, one hundred percent Complete bullshit.
0: Yep, and this all leads to something else, but we'll we'll come back to that because this oh, is yeah. what yeah, this article. This is what this article started talking about, and this is one of the big things that they use to crush remdesivir and hydroxychloroquine in this country, and. It gets even interesting, more interesting because when we start talking about hydroxychloroquine and remdesivir and the things that have come up in the last 48, 72 hours, uh, we're now finding that remdesivir and hydroxychloroquine probably should have been the way we went against COVID-19.
1: From the very beginning. From
0: the get-go. And there's now a lot of people like shit in their pants. They're grabbing their buttholes going, "Uh uh-oh, we really fucked up. But anyway, we move forward. We got an, our next big bullet up there which if you're looking at the whiteboard should be 31120 which is the US uh, US shuts down. Uh, if you remember 31120 wasn't as early for us here it was like 32020 when we shut down because it was well after St. Patrick's Day as I remember. Um, but pretty much throughout the country presidential decree came down, hey everybody we shuts shut down. We shut down like March 11th. 311 we're done. Everybody shuts down. So, three twenty six twenty. Our next bullet down there. You got to move down one. And Dr. Fauci admits for the first time, probably there. Now, mind you, this was three twenty six twenty. He admits for the first time the probability of immunity from prior exposures to COVID nineteen are possible.
1: I mean, that's just basic medical science. Everybody uh, knows that. If one, you get four, the chicken pox, three, you four, twenty.
0: He said there might be. So he went from there might be. Actually, he went from in three, one thirty one twenty that he knew that there was going to be to three, four twenty that, well, there possibly might be to three, twenty six. Well, there might be. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. This guy can't flip-flop anymore. I've been calling him a flip-flop from the get-go. I said we've got to send a box of flip-flops to his house. From the get-go, I've said that. Uh, we're going to move on, though. In 4820. oh, but before we get to 4 let's go to 4 4620, 4 the numbers drop from the WHO for the amount of deaths in the United States as of April 6, 2020. As of 3 2020 there was only 14 deaths. As of 4 there are 12,379 deaths. So as I'm starting to look at these numbers, I marked them in red on the board, if you're looking at the board. And the reason I marked them in red, because I actually don't talk about them as deaths. That's murders right there. Because this motherfucker has withheld the fact that hydroxychloroquine was out there, that remdesivir was out there, that there was ways to treat COVID-19 prior to putting people on ventilators out there. And because ventilators kill them, that's exactly what happens because when the body is given something that breathes for you, does things for you, the chances of the body coming off of that are next to impossible.
1: And not only that, but you will die from it now how we know how COVID affects you. Yeah. You know, COVID primarily causes inflammation, causes swelling, causes actually a lot of the same side effects that the vaccine does probably because the spike protein from the vaccine is the same spike protein that was designed to kill you in COVID. So, Just
0: reprogrammed. Yeah, Just exactly. reprogrammed at an RNA level. Quite,
1: quite literally. Um, but when you, well, Mick, you have a, a more extensive medical background than I do. I, I, I listen to you and Janet talk about this. But when you put someone who's essentially having either an anaphylactic reaction or a swelling issue, when you put them on a ventilator, what happens? What well, does their body do?
0: Well, the body, the body becomes lazy. It just goes basically to sleep. It says, you know what? I'm not going to work anymore because I got something working for it. It's just like anything else. Think about it this way. If you had an employee, right? And your employee started doing your job for you. How much of your job are you going to actually do anymore?
1: Um, none. I quit my job.
0: Exactly. That's my <laughs> point. That being said, that's how lazy the human body is. If it has something breathing for it, it's not going to breathe. Unless it absolutely has to, and it's got to have a will and a want to have to. After so many days, the that's why they say coma patients don't wake up after being in a coma for so long. The reason is, is because after been there, folks. So after you've been there for so long, your body starts to stop wanting to breathe for itself because it's got a machine doing it, and it becomes la- lackadaisical lethargic. You can go on with all the different things that it becomes. And all of that shit is what eventually turns into death. Death. And that's why being put on a ventilator, if you're semi healthy, is a bad thing. So moving right along, though, on 4-8-2020, a private email to Fauci, which never got released to the public until this FOIA, FOIA request was put through, was emailed to him talking about the use of uh, ivermectin. ivermectin and its positive effects against covid so now we're at our third drug okay and if you're looking at this whiteboard you've seen up at the top there's blue lines pointing with arrows down to certain drugs on every single drug and then there's i, I wrote a little block there block there and it says wall right over the 3820 and there's a reason because they stopped anything going out about hydroxychloroquine anything going out about uh, the effects of uh, remdesivir, anything going out not, to the public. Not
1: only did they stop information from going out to the public, but they actually banned the use of it across the United States. And hydroxychloroquine has been in use since the 50s. It is a standard drug used to treat lupus patients and all kinds of autoimmune disease, which is probably why it's so effective against
0: COVID. Because COVID is an autoimmune and, disease. It's an autoimmune
2: disease. Actually-
0: hydroxychloroquine, one of the first times it was ever really used in a mass study was against eight. I bet it worked then too, didn't it? No, I, I couldn't tell you. Cause I was, to, I no, was, no.
1: Cause Fauci was uh, in charge of that one. So we would never exactly. know. Exactly. Until someone It's probably in somebody's email request, somewhere. Right? Yeah.
0: So anyway, so if you go back up and you look at that wall, there's also a little thing in orange written just above the three, eight twenty, which is this Lancet article again, which says funded by Eco Health Alliance, and it was really weird that I found out that the UK Lancet is funded by Eco Health Alliance. Well, who else is in all of these crazy little fucking stories I've found?
1: Peter Daszak.
0: Yes, who's the chairman
1: of Eco Health Alliance? Not
0: just the chairman; the he was the president of Eco Health Alliance.
1: He's the he's the head honcho for Eco Health Alliance.
0: So then on 41820, we get to the actual cover up, and this is where it starts with the whole cover up. Peter Dasig sends an email to Fauci, and again, 90% of this email is covered up, and I can't read it, but I've kind of derived a lot of things from it. And the crazy part of one of those things I found in there, <laughs> other than
1: Thanks for covering it up for me.
0: Well, they kind of gave me the spells for everything else. Everything else, the way the names worked, who was who, what was what, when they're referring to this, when they're talking about this, this was kind of the one that kind of teed it off for me and actually sent it down the fairway. Because this one actually says in there, we're concerned about what the VIP may have heard. And when I thought they were talking about the VIP, I thought they were just talking about a very important person as for the acronym is what it stands for. But when I went back up to the email, one of the things that was left out, which really drove me crazy was the last name Pence in one of the CC blocks. And I was like, there's no way that, and I go back, they
1: neglected to redact his name on one of those CC blocks.
0: Correct. I went back and started looking through all the other emails and every time they referred to VIP. They were actually referring to the VP, the vice president, instead of a very important person. And if you connect everything they were talking about in those emails from what's not redacted, I started putting two and two and two and two and two two more together. And I've got that they were keeping certain things they didn't want Pence to see. And then there were things they let Pence see.
1: Oh, I'm glad you didn't pull a number out at the end of that because math is racist.
0: No, it completely is. So I didn't, I would never do that. Okay, I would good. do that. Just check. Because I'm about to drop math at the end of this thing. <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm trying to figure all this out. I'm trying to put two and two together. So I'm, I started doing some more research and then I saw some more weird emails. And then I saw this one that was like twenty three one four seven at something weird. Just, it was a weird email, right? So I was like, you know how sometimes you can go on Google throw in an email in a Google search and it'll bring you to whoever actually owns the email address, the, the right? The homepage for yeah. the
1: company that the email is attached to if it's a private server. So
0: I grabbed this one email and uh, jacked it up and fucking took it with me and popped into my Google search. And it was really weird that in this eco health Alliance email that it brought me to the 23 and me website.
1: The 23 and me website that has been, um, proven
0: to be a Chinese fucking funding source for fucking
1: that's been collecting the DNA, DNA of ninety percent of, of the Americans,
0: and the fact that they found ninety percent American DNA within this uh, strain of COVID nineteen is kind of weird. Um, they can't actually prove it, but when you put those two together, I mean. I don't know. I'm not one that says one plus one equals four, but in this case, one plus one does equal two. And I don't give a fuck who you are. When you grab American DNA, drop it in a virus to prove that that virus will kill Americans. Wow. That's
1: a bioweapon,
0: a bioweapon. I don't care how the fuck you cut this CGG, in one fucking weapon, in one virus, you cannot make that shit up. Okay. It, so there's yeah, way too many coincidences here. You're for about this to, to draw be, me
1: down the rabbit hole that I've been down all week. Are we ready for that yet? Or are you still going on
0: that? Oh no, I'm, I'm going to keep going okay. because I'm going to get there. It's going to get even worse. Uh-huh. And this just is the top of it. So now we're at the 23 andMe me shit. They've been collecting us DNA, perfecting a bioweapon that would kill us people. And, once you get to the end of where I'm at right now with the emails that I've gone through, we're now down to 12,393 total deaths in the United States by this point, by this date, which is just at the end of April. So we're just jumping into May of 2020. All right. So which if I'm correct in my math works out to 12,393 deaths in total, that would be 12,393 counts of murder. If you look at it that way, per the federal code in the United States of America because Fauci withheld information that would have prevented people from dying. And each one of those deaths now is a conspiracy of him and his other conspirators, which includes Park, Anderson, uh, uh, who's this other Dashik? Oh, and fucking Pence. So now we're up to four conspirators in this whole, so that obviously leads me into my next set of questions because in overall, there's been a total death of 514,272 people that have died in America since the beginning of this, or I'm sorry, 594,272 people that have died in America since the beginning of this. So that brings up more questions because that immediately started making me think. I was like, well, wait a minute. What did Trump know? When did Trump know it? How did Trump know it? And then I was like, "Well, wait a minute. If what if there's a possibility? Because I'm obviously looking out for Donald Trump. I voted for him. I, this is an opinion, fucking piece. Anything that you hear is an opinion. All right. So I don't give a fuck what you say. I've been a Trump supporter well, since except day for one. The
1: data and the facts, that yeah, we Except all just the, laid yeah. out. But this, this right here is this, this is my this opinion. Is now opinion, yes."
0: What if Trump was being held in the dark? What if Pence was not relaying any of this information to Trump? Is that possible? And then I started thinking about it. If you really think about the final days of Trump's presidency, after January 6th, what did President Trump know?
1: That he couldn't trust anybody.
0: Correct. Except for his family. He was down to about, he was pretty sure that 90% of his cabinet was working against him. Yeah. If you put all of this together, if you think about all of this and put it in line with everything else that was going, because you got to remember what else was going on at this time in this country. We had George Floyd riots. We had fucking cities burning down. We had fucking uh, Antifa going nuts, killing people, doing stupid shit. We, there was so much shit going on in this country at this point. There was no way that the president of the United States and as good as Trump is, there was no way that he was tracking all this shit. That's why he put Pence in charge of it. And now I'm finding out that Pence's email is attached to 90% of the emails that I've read concerning this shit with Dr. Fauci, which now tells me, I don't give a fuck who you are. Two and two do not make six. Two and two make four, which tells me that Pence is a conspirator. How do,
1: he- we, how do we do a FOIA request? I know you know how. Can we, yeah, can just- we, do, a, can we do a FOIA request on Pence's emails to Fauci? Or
0: from Fauci? Yeah, that's presidential email. That becomes executive. No, nice that comes. No, that becomes a whole. That's executive department. That's executive branch. That's a whole separate ball mm. of wax. That's not necessarily something we can see. Mm. And that's a whole ball of wax that you can't really get involved in. But my point is, is that this is kind of showing us now. And then think about this: Who else is involved in these emails that we know about? Zuckerberg. Granted, I haven't gotten to Zuckerberg's email. Zuckerberg's email is way down the chain. I haven't even gotten there yet. But what I'm saying is by putting all this shit together now, you know that little box that's blacked out in Zuckerberg's that's been redacted in Zuckerberg's email? Yep. I guarantee that all of this shit is adding up to what I think it's going to add up to, which is Zuckerberg and fucking Fauci,
1: conspired conspired
0: together together to manipulate what was being put out on Facebook
1: and Instagram.
0: Now, how many deaths are we putting at Fauci's feet? How many deaths are we putting at, at fucking Zuckerberg's feet? How many Deaths are we putting at any of these people? Why has this motherfucker not been charged with the crime yet?
1: You want to know how many deaths? I'll, I'll give you an exact number. Yeah,
0: five hundred ninety-four thousand two hundred seventy-two. No, five hundred
1: no, 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 eighty-three thousand three hundred sixty-six. You know why? Why? Because that's ninety-eight percent. If COVID, if if hydroxychloroquine and remdesivir are ninety-eight percent effective against COVID, then ninety-eight percent of those people could potentially have been saved. So they are criminally responsible for 583,366 Well, there
0: you deaths. go, folks. And I, that's not me. That's my wife doing the math. So you know it's right because I didn't do it, uh, A. But B, I'm, I'm still looking at this board. And if you're not looking at the picture yet, please, I beg you, go look at the picture because it screams out. You can see the cover up. This is the first conspiracy that we can lay out and say, look at this. I've got dates. I can go back and research this shit. I did, uh, two hours. Well, the crazy part was this is where it gets really nuts, right? Cause I got a lot of questions then. Then I, when I got to the end of this, I was like, "There." and I had only been through like about 1500 emails and feeling came to me and she's like, we're doing a podcast tomorrow night. There's way too much shit to cover. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> there's a ton of shit to cover. You do not realize what I know. She's like, what do you know? I was like, well, I can't tell you that right now because <laughs> I tell you that right now we're going to destroy everything else that's coming up. So anyway, then I started doing just a little bit more research because I say like, there is way too many coincidences here. So
1: there are no coincidences. There,
0: That's the rules I live by. Me too. That is the hundred percent rule I live by is that there are no coincidences in life. Right. So then I kept looking a little bit more. Right. And I just dug a little deeper and I said, I wonder, who are some of the benefactors of 23andMe? Actually, who are some of the contributors to 23andMe? Yeah, not the benefactors. Actually- who, who owns it? Who is a 40% stakeholder in 23andMe? Who's that? Who do you think?
1: Hmm, Health Alliance? Yeah.
0: They are a 40% stakeholder. Why are they a 40% stakeholder? In-
1: well, you know, it's really interesting because if you buy something, you generally want something for your money. And I seriously doubt that Peter Dasick gave forty percent of anything out of the goodness of his heart.
0: Yeah, well, I mean he doesn't have one, so it doesn't it's kind of impossible to give something if you don't have it. If you
1: are buying a company or a, a large portion of a company that is harvesting the genetic material of most of the world. What exactly are you getting out of it?
0: Well, I would say that genetic material because that is what ends up being your dime turner right there. Hmm. And what did that dime turner produce? Um, COVID-19. How fast did this Wuhan lab leak theory start? Right off the bat. No, it didn't start until after April of 2020. Oh, was wow. the first time that Tom Cotton actually went okay, out in front the first of Congress. Time, but
1: I'm sorry, but there, there was plenty of alternative oh, media. Oh yes. Right up. As soon as this came out saying. Oh, uh, this is government say, funded. This say, is some government say, shit I mean, right literally, here. Literally yep. there were people like blaze TV. Yep. Uh, everyone. Oh, Tinfoil tin hat. Everybody was like, Hey, you had a viral outbreak 400 yards away from the only virology, virology lab in, in all of in China, all of China. Yep.
0: Well, and, one of three. And
1: you're saying that it came from a wet market that doesn't even serve bats? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, no, no. I, I'm on. not saying that. I'm not saying right wing. <laughs> I'm just saying I'm talking, I'm not even talking about alter- alternative media. I'm talking about in the general media. I'm talking the, about
1: fucking common sense.
0: The first time that any of this became a possibility was Tom Cotton producing this in Congress. And everybody laughed him off the stage, off the, the podium saying.
1: Yeah, he's laughing now.
0: Oh no, he he really is because now all this shit, all the hens are coming back to the house to roost and all of this shit is about to hit the fan. And this is my question. Like you had Fauci going out this past week on the news and he did what? What did Fauci say? I believe you have it queued up because you've been waiting all day for this. I
1: do. I do. You've
0: been itching to say this since I brought all this shit up and I told you what I was going to talk about tonight and you were like, there's no way that you're going to usurp this much time for me. I was like, yes, I am. No, no.
1: It's okay. Because once you explained it to me, I was like, you know what? Everything I have is just a distraction. And what is it a distraction from? From this. So here, here's what Fauci had to say. Me, quite
2: frankly, are
0: attacks on science because all of the things that I have spoken about consistently from the very beginning have been fundamentally based on science. Sometimes those things were inconvenient truths for people, and there was pushback against me. So if you are trying to do, you know, get at me as a public health official and a scientist, you're really attacking not only Dr. Anthony Fauci, you're attacking science, and anybody that looks at what's going on clearly sees that you have to be asleep not to see that
1: yeah we're not asleep we are very clearly looking at what went on and i'll tell you something dr anthony fauci we're attacking you and we're attacking your pseudoscience because it's some bullshit
0: so then i was just like all right well i've got to be way there's no way that i could have figured this out all on my own lonesome right and, uh, there's, I, I actually ran it by a couple, there, there is though, there's, there's a couple people out there that I ran it by and I said, Hey, this is what I've come up with. And they were like, you might really be onto something. Uh, just hold your horses on that. And then on the ninth or the ninth of June, I uh, correction, I got on the eighth of June, I got an email and, uh, it came from the Epic times. And I, I see this piece, how the emails reveal how influential articles established by COVID-19 natural origins theory were formed. So I I beg of you to go look at this email and I I don't ask much, but I always ask that like when I find something that's really good, this backs up 90% of everything that's on that whiteboard that you're looking at. If you're looking at the whiteboard, this backs up 90% of what's on there. This was published in the uh, uh, Epic times by Jeff Carlson and Hans Mackey. Um, Two significant articles promoting the natural origins theory of the COVID-19 outbreak originated from scientists as a part of a response team and experts brought by the National Academic uh, Academies of Sciences, Engineering, Medicine, or NASM, in response to their uh, request from the White House, an official report. These influential articles were used extensively by the media and organizations to, plute, to push the natural origins while simultaneously simultaneously deriding the alternative theories, including the possible, the possibility of a lab leak as conspiracy theories. So right there in the first paragraph, they tell you right off the bat that like, look, they were pushing these two articles. And then it starts talking about the Lancet article and it goes into another article. And, um, this was one published by, again, the early morning email of February 6, 2020, obtained by the Freedom of Information, uh, the Right to Know revealed that EcoHealth President Peter Daszak had drafted a letter calling for the solidarity of all scientists and health professionals in China to denounce any theory of this coming from a lab leak. There's one lady that I'd love to talk to, and uh, her name is... Uh, I think we brought it up in the last one. Uh, uh, What's her name? Not the crazy bat lady, but the first one. Lee Wu, I believe, was her name. But she's dead now.
1: No, no. It it was a guy, and it was Yushin something. Something,
0: something. But either way, we can't talk to him because he's dead. And he was one of- He was
1: just a paper pusher anyway.
0: But he was one of the original-
1: He was the original one. Whistleblowers. applied for the- the, Correct. The patent on the COVID-19 virus. The
0: vaccine not the virus. He applied for the patent on the vaccine, the
1: vaccine.
0: Uh, that just goes to more proof that we what we were talking about earlier is that the vaccine was created before the virus go fucking figure. Yes.
1: Um,
0: but this Lancet letter and everything else that was done, this, all this does is back 90% of what's up on this board. The only difference is that this lays out by date, who knew what and when they knew. And the fact that Peter Daszak and, uh, park, Christopher park. And now I know Pence was involved in almost every single one of these emails. This tells me that everybody in Trump's administration was working. Well, I mean, at least it points that way. It might not be, I could be completely wrong. And Trump may have known about it too. For all I know, the VIP could be Trump is the person they were talking about. Um, However, I'm beginning to doubt that more and more with the more emails I get through, the more and more I'm realizing that I don't, I don't think Trump knew exactly what his cabinet was doing. Now, is that a good thing or a bad thing?
1: Well, that's, uh, I, I, uh, I would say that's a bad thing, but I do have to say that, that, that theory of yours is, is supported actually, um, by someone we're going to hear speak here uh, next weekend in Tampa. Patrick Byrne. So, Patrick Byrne was on the Dark to Light podcast with uh, Tracy Beans and Frankie Val and uh, going over the whole election th- fraud. He's actually um, a movie based on his book is about to come out, The Deep Rig. He wrote a, a book. Uh, he published it for, well, he published the initial chapters for free on his website, um, but he did. Succumb to the basic rule of marketing is that people don't read things if they're free they they'll read it if they buy it, so I think he's charging like five bucks for his book or whatever. But anyhow, he was on their podcast and talking about how, in those last days uh, General Flynn was saying to him and telling Trump and Patrick Byrne came out and said it, everybody was against Trump, not a single person. Mark, Mark Meadows wouldn't let Sidney Powell into the White House after Trump appointed her as a special investigator, literally would not let her into the White House.
0: Man, why didn't Trump uh, appoint me?
1: Well, that's an excellent question, babe.
0: Because I would have dug right through this shit. I would have outed every single motherfucker on here to well, include his and, vice president. And
1: they couldn't keep you out of the White House because you knew actually the people on the ground at the doors and shit. Well, yeah.
0: I mean, it been like, <laughs> hey, bud, hook a brother up. <laughs> yeah. you know? Hey, don't worry, folks. This is all on my external hard drive that is marked as Hunter Biden's hard drive. It's all on my computer, too, which, <laughs> which is, is marked, marked as Hunter, Hunter Biden's, Biden's computer. Laptop. So I'm good. i The FBI ain't taking this shit from me, so I'm not worried about it.
1: Okay. Um, so, uh, hey Well, let's get into something else here real quick. That's a part of this. So, because the question is, you know, facts, facts and figures and data are great, especially when you're in the midst of a criminal investigation. I always like to ask, what's my favorite question? Why? Why? Yeah. Why?
0: Well, and the only thing-
1: Why did they suppress hydroxychloroquine? Why did they suppress ivermectin? Why did they suppress remdesivir when they knew that, in fact, not only did they know then as early as January, but in fact, Fauci had put out a paper, I want to say in 2012, saying that hydroxychloroquine was a highly effective drug against SARS-CoV-1, which is almost almost identical to SARS-CoV-2, also designed in a lab, by the way. Um, so... If he knew then that it was effective, I mean, it would lead to follow that he would at least want to try it against this, right? If he is really the premier public health official in the United States and he has the public's health in his best interest, then why wouldn't he try it? Why?
0: Let's just start with one other question that you should start with there. Um, Why is it that SARS-CoV-1 and SARS-CoV-2 look so much alike?
1: Because they basically
0: are. Uh, no, because they both were produced in a lab.
1: Exactly. In the same lab. Let's, let's
0: just go ahead and start out with what we know is fact. All right. Because I'm sorry. Everything that I've laid out here is fact. Forget a motive right now. The facts are this. SARS-CoV-1 and SARS-CoV-2 are about the same element because they both were produced in the same place at the same time at or about the same time at or about the same time with the same diseases used, all right? So let's just start there, okay? El numero uno. Second reason, why would you want to cover up hydroxychloroquine, remdesivir, and ivermectin all at the same time so that the American public, the majority of people who would actually be able to afford it, would not purchase it?
1: Well, I have an answer for that. Money, money, money! Money! Yeah, no, I have, I have an answer. It, that, that is the answer, but it goes a little deeper than that. So, you know, we've been going on about, and I go on about this all the time, about how the quote unquote vaccine, which is not a vaccine, the COVID shot, the jab, whatever you want to call it, how and funny because the mainstream media has now picked up calling it the jab. Have you noticed that? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Isn't it weird how we said it? And then, well, actually we did. It was, it was Uh, was, Matt and Matt, uh, you know, fucking, what uh, is he? uh, Kung Kung Fu medic. He was the first one to call it. I liked it. And I was like, man, that's it. I'm calling it the jab from now on. Yeah. And, Now, all of a sudden, the mainstream media. So I guess we got some liberals who do listen to our show. So, hey, if you do listen to our show and you're a liberal, fuck you, you stupid cunt. We don't like you. But anyway, since you listen to us, we'll give you some props. What up? It's. Keep stealing our shit, faggots.
1: So the COVID jab, we say it is not approved under the FDA. It is approved for emergency use authorization only. It's approved under an EAU. Well correct okay most people don't understand exactly what the EAU entails so let me read this to you under Section 564 of the Federal Food Drug and Cosmetic Act the FDA when the Secretary of HHS Health and Human Services declares that an emergency youth use authorization is appropriate, FDA may authorize unapproved medical products or unapproved uses of approved medical products to be used in an emergency to diagnose, treat, or prevent serious or life-threatening diseases or conditions caused by CBRN threat agents when certain criteria are met, including there are no adequate, approved, and available alternatives. So that means in a nutshell that If hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin or remdesivir were proven to be even adequate, adequate available alternative, they would not have been able to gain the EAU for the COVID shot at all, okay? The other thing, because they said that they couldn't, the big thing about hydroxychloroquine that they couldn't use it for COVID because it wasn't approved for COVID because it's only been approved for other things like lupus, this right here proves that wrong because it says right here, the FDA may authorize unapproved uses of approved medical products to be used in an emergency. So they could have approved hydroxychloroquine under an EAU to use against COVID.
0: So, so let me, let me tell you what else so, I'm adding on know, to you here. I understand. I'm jumping in, but I'm adding gotcha. on to you here. That's something else this board proves right here. So if you're looking at the picture right now, if an EAU was approved back on 131.20, right? The CBRN, what they're talking about is chemical, biological, uh, radiation, and or nuclear, all right? That's what CBRN stands for. So they're basically referring to anything within and up to those things, if it's already been approved, chemical, biological, radical uh, radiation and nuclear, all of those things, they're saying, Hey, look, if you have a disease that spawned from one of those four things, you can use other approved drugs. Now tell me something, just using your right side mind for a second. Okay. Yeah. If I told you that I had something that worked against this drug, what are you admitting by saying that you could use hydroxychloroquine or remdesivir or ivermectin at this time? What are you admitting by saying that if you get EAU approval?
1: That there are other possible treatments.
0: No, you're admitting that there was a chemical, biological, nuclear radi- radiation attack against the United States of America. That is what you're admitting at that point, because what you're saying is I have something that works against it and has not been approved for it, but it's worked against it. You're admitting that there's been that type of attack. Well, what does that mean? That means that somewhere in a lab, somebody produced this fucking thing. Which means what for the guy who's going to make the vaccine for it? Well, that means less money. Because he ain't going to make the money doing it. Yeah, This is always goes- Just
1: because the COVID shot is free to the general public right now does not mean that you didn't pay for it.
0: Oh, no, you paid for it. You did. There's taxpayer money going into this. Trump told us there was going to be taxpayer money going- Billions
1: and billions and
0: billions. So then- Veland brought up to me earlier tonight goes, she goes, well, wait a minute. Hold on with, and I don't know where she got this from, but she's trying to take on this role with Trump saying, look, what if Trump, you know, knew about all this shit? What if all this shit oh, is. Oh
1: no. I, I went blackpilled on that a while back and it was actually, it, it's really the vaccines that pushed me there or the, the jab that pushed me there because I've not been able to reconcile Trump continuing to push the shot, continuing to push the vaccine. And everybody, literally everybody has tried to explain it away. I was on a discord call the other night and they were like, well, um, and much props. I love you all. You know, I do, especially you suburban mama, but you know, she's, yeah, gonna, she
0: does rock. <laughs> she, she she's does. the only one that supported me when I was ever on that discord <laughs> and God bless her because you know what? That Piss was, off the rest of you. Cause was, y'all was, pissed me that off. That was but. a
1: different discord, but okay. Um, it's
0: the same one. If I re- it's the same person at least, if I remember correctly. Okay, she went by the same screen. She
1: did, but that was in a different. We're in a, in different, a different Discord, Discord now. Right, yes, good. So, I'm glad because um, I
0: didn't like that Discord very much.
1: <laughs> but uh, she said, "Well, you know, Trump has to push it because otherwise, I honestly, I, I, I couldn't even follow along because the, the answer didn't make any sense to me. The answer that I came up with, the only one that makes sense in my head." why Trump is pushing the vaccine. And this is a serious black pill moment right here.
0: People. That was up until at least tonight, because I think I reread pills you. So,
1: well, maybe, but up until then I said, uh, because there is now a general consensus amongst alternative media of which we're a part that the shot is bad, that the vaccine is bad. Correct. that It's going to kill you. Like, no argument. Pretty much everyone has con- has concluded. We we've peer reviewed it. This sh- this shit's bad, Correct. right?
0: I'm so, not arguing that.
1: Um, why does Trump continue to say that it's a miracle and that it's saving everyone? Well, if we're right here on the right and the shot is going to kill, well, according to the UK, 60% of the people that took it within by the end of the year or, you know, that the third shot is the kill shot, which I firm I believe that is a very, very, very likely possibility as well. Again,
0: where did that come from?
1: Yeah, I know. No, I was already there before. I I try not to bring the dark thoughts out into my head and spew them onto you, babe, because you already have enough dark thoughts in your head. I try to tend to keep them to myself, but over the last week, Mick has started to, to pull some black shit out on me. And I'm like, I've been there. I've been there for so long. I've, I've, I've gone down that rabbit hole like a dozen times already. So why does Trump push the vaccine? Well, here's my black pill answer for you. If the vaccine kills everybody, who's lining up to take the vaccine right now? Tell well, me, babe. I don't know. Well I did. Yeah. I, we're not even gonna talk about yeah, that. Yeah, we are. Oh, yes, we are, because <laughs> we're gonna
0: that plays a big part into what I red pilled you with tonight. So you can't okay, say that.
1: You're right. And so, so a, a lot of people initially, especially before all of a lot of us started doing research and finding out what the hell was really in it and what was going on. And, and before the initial death wave from, the I'm not even hit, talking
0: about the retard retardation behind it. I'm talking about, all right. So look at it this way, folks. Uh, if you look at the 90% of the people that are taking the, the vaccine today, they're mostly what they're, they're, they're mostly liberal senior. They're seniors. They're they, live it, they live in states where, uh,
1: Stuff's been locked down. For locked down forever.
0: forever. And the only way they can get out from their lockdown is to take a shot. My mom and dad, for instance, they got the shots or the jabs. Um, they went and got the jabs. They got the jabs because like they said, we're, we're tired of being stuck inside. Our, our lives are not inside. We're retired. We should be at home dealing with, uh, you know, you, going out, seeing our friends, having a good time. Yes, you should. You absolutely should. Um, but you look at... You look at um, today and you look at what's going on. You, old people can't get out. They can't go see their kids. They can't fly to uh, anywhere. Like my mom and dad were so happy when they came to Savannah because they didn't have to wear their fucking mask because all that shit had been lifted. My dad, I, I remember the first day, first day he showed up at the house and he was wearing his, He was wearing a mask. I said, like, my my littlest son walked up to him and goes, dad or pop take the diaper off your face, please. Cause I can't <laughs> hug you with a diaper on your face. And my pop started laughing. My dad started laughing so hard. It was hysterical. Point being is that these people have been locked down forever ever in a day. And now we sit here. They've also been brainwashed. Uh, now we sit here and everything has, as my wife just that destroys wife everything. Gone. Um, no, that was all you anyway, as my wife destroys everything as she gets up to walk away. Um, The point is, is that, you know, all of these people have been brainwashed to take, to get the jab. It's the only way you can get out of lockdown. It sounds feasible. It sounds reasonable. It sounds like what everybody wants to hear.
1: Okay. And then we asked,
0: she asked the question. She goes, well, then if all of this shit on your board is right. No, let me, let me get to my, why is, why is Trump pushing this? I, I was like, all right, so are you ready to have your mind blown? She's like, again, and. Three times in one night is impossible. I said, watch.
1: No, no, because I didn't make my point yet. I didn't do my black pill moment yet because you, you cut me off. You jumped. I asked you a question. I gotcha. But I just meant for you to answer it real quick, not to take Well, it I
0: wanted the fucking stupid cunt to stop crying, so.
1: That would be the dog, not our dog. Um, just the one we're babysitting this week that ripped Nick's arm off earlier in the week because she is a cunt. So, you know, you're right, though, because it is old people and it's liberals primarily taking the vaccine. Funny, I'm working on a project correlating the vaccine rates to the the vote, but that'll be the next podcast. Anyway, that goes back to two things and it all ties back to Trump. So, what is the biggest drain on our future economy? And that would be Social Security. Trying to pay the old people to stay home and not work. Right?
0: Hasn't your aunt said it all the time? Just let My liberal
1: aunt said it in the beginning. She said, I don't know why we're locking everything down. I think we should just keep it open, let COVID do its thing, and it'll fix the Social Security problem, if nothing else. Kill off all the old people and you don't have to pay them anymore. Bingo. There's one. And then the other part, you kill off all the liberals. Who's left to vote in 2024? Republicans. That's it.
0: So, but on a more darker side of that, <laughs>
1: that's not dark enough. That no, no. to kill Trump's killing three quarters of the population to win the next election.
0: No, I don't think that's <laughs> accurate at all. Okay, because uh, again, don't get me
1: wrong. I love Trump, but I I see things as they are or as they could be, and I try not to let my emotions cloud that.
0: Again, and I'm trying to keep you in the realm of fact and what I know. OK, so in the realm of fact where I like to keep most people and if you could pick the board back up, that'd be great because then I could see the fucking thing because then I don't have to keep looking down and moving my head around the micro- microphone since you knocked it over to begin with, um, with your big ass as you walk by and you hit it. Um, so it goes back to my two, two original questions about Trump when I said there's more questions here. Any good conspiracy, if, again, I refer back to this one thing, any good conspiracy leads to more questions. For instance, I bring up Roswell, I bring up UFOs, and the reason I bring that up is because it's one of the first conspiracy theories that really spun through the United States of America, was, are there is there extraterrestrial life? And if there is, where are they and what do they know? Uh, that was the first remaining questions after everything that took place in Roswell, right? So I got, I got through this and I ended up with two more questions about Trump. What did he know and when and how, and was Trump being kept in the dark by Fauci and Pence? It goes back to our original question about what Trump knew and what Trump didn't know. Is there a possibility that Trump was being fed a bunch of bullshit of, a hey, look, this shit works and it works great. Is that not a – would you not want to push that if you were president seeking a second term?
1: Absolutely. But at the same time, in the past, and now – We had another conversation earlier tonight about, before we got on here, in our pre-show prep, which we try not to do because then we end up talking about things too much. All (laughs)
0: the shit that we want to talk about on the show, (laughs) and then we don't talk about it on the show because then we're like, yeah, well, it doesn't apply, but it actually brings up good questions about thoughts and stuff that some people may have and may not have.
1: The question is, why are we here? Why are we at this point now, and and I don't mean on a great big spiritual level because that's a whole nother podcast and a whole with probably a whole bunch of other people actually, um, in, in a whole different genre. But if Trump had, if Trump had won the election, would we have ever gotten Fauci's emails?
0: No, but where would have Fauci gone? To CNN? No. I I don't think so at all. I think Fauci would have ended up in jail. Uh, I don't think. Well, I think it would be very quiet, but I don't think it would be very loud. I don't think Trump would have made a big deal about it. But I believe that Fauci would have ended up in jail.
1: Well, and that's a possibility. Um, But, okay, again, if Trump won we would never have uncovered any kind of the election fraud that has been ongoing for decades. Correct. Okay. So, and that leads me to another thing. Trump is the only president that has actually spoken out in any negative way against vaccines previously prior to him being president. Correct. He spoke out against vaccines saying that there is a correlation between vaccines and autism, which there is. Um, And I'm not saying fact, I said a correlation. For all of you, Ash eh, an anti-vaxxer. I'm not. I, I look at correlations. I look at one thing and another thing and my mind puts them together. So uh, I also think I see the correlation between the rise in cancer and heart disease and diabetes and, and all of that also with vaccines and with the food that they push on us and, and all of that. But if Trump hadn't pushed out this vaccine and had and all of us, the entire right, they've we've all been doing the same research. And a lot of people went down the same road I did, where when I started digging into this vaccine, the first thing I did, I got a little bit into it and I was like, I don't have a baseline. I don't have anything to judge it against. I need to research traditional vaccines so I can see how this differs. How many other people did the same thing? How many other people became informed about traditional vaccines because of the COVID shot? that puts a whole nother perspective on what did Trump know and when did Trump know it?
0: Well, and, and then at the same time, though, you're saying that, and I'm, I'm not arguing with you in any way, shape or form, but the one question that I ask myself that any normal investigator would ask, Trump is also the executive, the chief executive of the United States of America. Is what else was going on at this time? Uh, what else was going on in America at this time? Remember what is going. You you oh, in this are timeline? completely well
1: at the same. Okay, so you want you want to put are, a social timeline over correct on top of, on this, top of this because Absolutely. this is
0: all. So you got you remember our you remember everybody remembers our episode on distractions and what you were going to bring up tonight yep. was ninety percent distraction. Absolutely. Okay, so again. I bring up the point. What was going on? If you put everything on top of this at the same time, right now, America's burning.
1: Yeah, it's George
0: Floyd was killed. Every city in America is up in arms. January 6th, insurrection, riot, whatever. All of this shit. You got to remember what was going on in America. Oh, and let's not forget the state-sponsored actors. Well, Mick, whatever do you mean, state-sponsored actors? NBC, CBS, ABC, CNN, MSNBC.
1: Oh, the propaganda arm of the Democratic the
0: Party. propaganda arm of the Democratic Party is carrying on with all of these stories. They are carrying it right through. They are letting everybody else know what the fuck is going on in with all this other bullshit. None of this shit's being reported. The only reason we're finding out about this is because some journalist finally had a gonad and said, hey, look at this. From fucking BuzzFeed. BuzzFeed of all places.
1: BuzzFeed.
0: And That's right up there with Vanity Fair. And fucking said, the hey, fuck. I want Fauci's FOIA emails. I want everything.
1: I wonder if that Fauci person still works at BuzzFeed.
0: is a public servant. Fauci is a public servant.
1: You think they got ousted for that FOIA request? Probably. Probably,
0: maybe I don't know. Although
1: they did the first one. Although but I got judi- another story. Judicial watched it the second one for the second set of three thousand emails.
0: I've got another story from uh, fucking Becker News. Have you ever heard of Who the Becker? Fuck is Becker? Exactly, News? that's what I said. But this guy wrote a fucking very informative piece and reconfirms everything I just said here. Oh, and then he adds more money to it. He brings up the the link between Zhao Jun. And Dr. G, who are the two people that are most of aff- their, their names show up more than any others in the Fauci emails and, uh, how they admitted that after the first 24 weeks of the virus, that yeah, there is human to human contact, which Fauci didn't re- repeat for another six months after that. Wait, That's what? why Fauci went on forever in a day saying, don't wear a mask. And then he said, well, no, I was lying. No, he wasn't protecting any stock. He was being told that by his handlers. This thing, this thing from Becker news points out that his handlers were telling him, this is what you tell the American people, but this is what's real. There is human to human virus transmission. When he was saying all that bullshit about masks and everything, that's all bullshit. He wasn't lying because he was worried about the stockpile of fucking- Yeah,
1: healthcare workers and
0: Healthcare workers and all that PPE shit. No, he knew it. He was being told by some of this Zhao Xin and Dr. Zhi, who was the Batwoman. She's the alleged Batwoman that US intelligence labeled the Batwoman, who said that, no, 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 there's no human-to-human contact, but hint, hint, there's- There is human-to-human trace contact that we've found in China. What? Oh, and this came from Australia, of all places. Becker News came from Australia. And I'm like, wait a minute. How the fuck did you all know about this shit? Because they actually have a free press. They do. And then it gets even better. Because I was like, man, I completely... Screwed last week up and I did or Monday up and I did because then I found my old article from last Monday that refers to the U.S. government officials encourage COVID-19 origin cover up Johannes Alisi AFP uh, report, which is another. uh, This was reported by uh, Michael Ginsburg, and I think I covered it a little bit, but I didn't go into exactly what Christopher Park said in certain emails to fauci which i found really funny because according to christopher park he didn't want to open pandora's box
1: yeah that bitch was pride open
0: pandora's no it wasn't pride open pandora's box opened with the top wide and said hey look at me motherfuckers because now i'm about to destroy all of you so anyway uh this was in the vanity fair article which i kind of reported wrong too but i'm gonna correct myself now that you don't hear anything the liberal media do ever do anyway. Um, well,
1: not, not out loud. They, they do it on page 23 below the phone. Yeah.
0: 10 months after the fact as as we've learned. Um, but anyway, uh, he went on, park went on to say that, uh, he, he said he didn't want to open Pandora's box and it wasn't because of what I thought. I thought when he's talking about Pandora's box, he was, you know, he was keeping his mouth shut about all this other bullshit. Anyway, long story short, um, I've come to find out that Park was actually the one who sent out the email to everybody else in the N-A-I-H that said, look, if you open your mouth about this shit being the, a fucking the Wuhan N- lab. N
1: I H or the N-A-I-A-D?
0: N-A-I-A-D and okay. the N-I-H, which is all one thing. Gotcha. Said that if you come out and you say something about this being a lab leak, we're going to fucking destroy you. And that was the essence of his email that we will fucking destroy you. If you come out against us, your job is to keep your mouth shut and just say, yes, this is from nature. And all of a sudden, then we get back to my favorite, which still goes back to the UK Lancet, which it was funny. Cause my oldest son today asked me, he goes, dad, well, how did the UK know that? How did the UK Lancet know? Somebody in England know that that was the case before it was the case. And that was an answer I really didn't have for him at the time, but then I'm sitting there looking at some stuff and I found the answer as I quickly looked through some stuff and sure enough, there it is. The UK Lancet states that, uh, they're funded by eco health Alliance. Wait a minute. You're funded by eco health Alliance. That's why I said, we come back to this. How does that apply? So, explain to me how that applies. Why is that interesting that the Lancet is funded by UK Health Alliance?
1: Hmm. Why is that? Conflict of interest there?
0: A little bit or a a lot? Or a cover up? Or does that smell of a cover up? Because, as far as I'm concerned, that's a fucking cover up. I don't care who you are. You are now covering up the fact that. The UK Health Alliance was involved, or no, not the UK Health Alliance, but the UK Lancet was involved in a cover up in conjunction with Eco Health Alliance, which proved that all of this shit, everything that we're talking about right now, was bullshit as early as 3 8 of 2020. Which means that everything that everybody's used to include Christopher Park, to include Dasig, who quoted this same piece and said, this is why we know that remdesivir, that um, hydro- hydroxychloroquine, that, uh, uh, what is it? Ivermectin. Ivermectin. Do not work. He has 100%. There's a whole piece in the emails. That talks about Peter Daszak talking about this shit not working, that hydroxychloroquine doesn't work, that uh, ivermectin doesn't work, that remdesivir doesn't work. When in fact, not only did they work, but they worked better than any of the shit that we have today. And we're just finding out about it now. After what? 47, 80, or is it 58%, 53% of our population has received the jab. And I I don't even know what the numbers are in the UK because I know we got a lot of listeners in the UK, but so many people have been injected already with the jab. Yeah. And yet we're just finding out now that the jab actually doesn't work. And, oh, by the way, you're talking to somebody who got the jab. So why do you think I'm not worried? No, 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 no. Just a question. Don't answer it like you would answer it. Answer it like I expect you to answer it. Why do you think I'm not worried?
1: Why do I think you personally aren't worried? Yes. Because your blood is sludge full of
0: anthrax vaccine tops off by whiskey. Well, this is true. This is true. (laughs) And there's some hate and nicotine in there too. But minus that, why do you think I'm not worried?
1: Because no one in your family has ever given your DNA up to any kind of uh, Ancestry.com or 23andMe genome project.
0: Cha-ching. Therefore, they have no idea what's in my DNA. Therefore, my those people that have... I dare you. I dare any of our listeners right now. If you are fucking listening to my voice, go ask your buddies who have had but can, non-horrible okay, reactions.
1: Can you, to, can you really on. say that though? Because you have three million living relatives. Are you sure that not a single one of them has signed up for Ancestry.com or 23andMe? Because I'm pretty sure at least one of your three, and I'm not, I am not exaggerating. Mick has three million living relatives on this planet. He's Irish Catholic. It's, it's, trust me. All we do is fuck and drink. That's it.
0: That's it. All we do is fucking drink.
1: So, and we went to a family reunion and it was just, one branch of a very large tree and we took over a very large resort in New Jersey there was like 600 of us there and those were just the ones that were local in the area that could make it yeah 600 people so you're going to tell me that not a single one of your 3 million living relatives has signed up for has has given their DNA to china
0: that i i i can say for uh for sure
1: mm
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you want to know why?
1: You asked the family.
0: We have no. We have the keeper of the tree. That's we true. have, you a, have family a family tree. tree
1: that goes back for for
0: hundreds of thousands of years. I mean, well, for hundreds of years,
1: hundreds of years. I, I mean, gotcha. it
0: goes back well almost the thousands now. I would say thousands of years because we go back um what seven, six, seven, eight, eleven decade. Yeah, we. We're back there. We go back. We can trace our origins all the way back to Scotland. So yeah, I'm a hundred percent sure that my family knows the origin from Ireland to the United States. I'm a hundred percent sure on at least the Western branches that we know where we come from, why we come from there, who came from there to here. This is what folks, if you contribute your DNA to these things, um, you need to go back and grab your mom and dad. And I punch them in the balls or in the tits and tell them, hey, look, bitch, dick, whatever they are to you, I I don't know why you never explained to me about my family because – uh, they
1: probably didn't know.
0: The the point of family is that. I mean, that's the one thing I've always understood. And, yeah, I'm Irish, Roman, Catholic, fine. You can say whatever you want to say about that. And, oh, we're a bunch of assholes. We're, we've destroyed the world, whatever.
1: It's not, don't give a it's, fuck. It's not exclusive to the Irish, Roman Catholics because I am not, I am not Irish. And although my family is Roman Catholic, they weren't always, but we also you are
0: Irish. You have,
1: I am, you some, have some Nick run I through you. I am some Irish. Yes. You have
0: a little bit now. We know well, for sure.
1: Occasionally I get a little more Irish in me every, every once in a while when Nick gives it up, but once in a blue moon, <laughs>
0: it's gotta be a blue moon, <laughs> but not no, a green one.
1: But I mean, my, my family is as well, at least on my mom's side, which I come from a matriarchal family. Um, so it's my mom's side that counts,
0: which means demon spawn, just in case you're wondering. So,
1: um, I, I, I can also chase my family back 1700 years. So yeah, and none of us have done the 23 and me. So I'm right there with you.
0: I mean, yeah, I can, I'm almost a hundred percent positive because it was what fifteen, fourteen, fifteen 14, 15 years ago that my family started with the family tree shit, putting it all together I know it was at least 15 years ago because I had an ex-cunt that was in your place that's now your spot. Baby, we've been
1: married for 16 years, so it was longer than that.
0: All right. So it was before that. So, okay. So it was 17 years ago, 17, 18 years ago that that started. And I know we hadn't, I had an ex-cunt in there that I had to replace with you. So that (laughs) eliminated at least one out of the bunch. And now we're so far on and we get updates every year. I mean, but we have somebody in Australia, a member of our family in Australia, who's a member of the line that was kicked out of Ireland that said, Hey, you all are rebel rousers. And you know, those are,
1: we're also members of that line
0: where we fall in that (laughs) line. So they're in there too. But in this one doctor, he started this thing. You have
1: to be really bad to get kicked out of Ireland for being a rebel rouser, by the way.
0: Not really. (laughs) you just have to be a member of one of the different groups ira there's a bunch Sinn Féin, doesn't matter there's a bunch of them but anyway long story short is that we know that nobody in my family would want to do that because that's like a uh, we would look at that as something as like a a, a dilution of the gene line it's, of the
1: it's almost a slap in the face yeah because yeah. it's like
0: what did Grant like, tell you? You don't you because don't Because trust- you know what? You know where I heard mine from? I didn't, didn't hear my family tree from my dad. I heard my family tree from my grand. Yeah. And when I heard it from Grant, it's something that has always stuck with me because Grant told me about where my family comes from.
1: I, I heard mine from my Tante Marta in Bavaria. Absolutely. And right there when, with
0: you. when Grant told me that, that was it. That was, that was the end of it. It was solidified at that point. I knew- where I come from. I knew about my family. I knew everything I needed to know about my family. I knew about my dad. I knew about his brothers. I knew about his brothers and his, well, his brothers and his sister. Uh, I knew about my uncles, my aunts, my, I knew everything I needed to know about that. And she, of course, my grand, she's one of the original 13 kids that were grew up in one hut in the middle of Ireland or on the coast of Ireland.
1: And he doesn't want to give it away, but it's a relatively famous family in Ireland. So anyone from Ireland that is familiar with the 13 kids that grew up in the hut, um, then you, you know,
0: I'm a member of that family. But anyway, the long story short, I knew all of that. I always knew about my family. I never questioned where I came from. If you question about where you come from and you've sent your DNA into 23andMe uh, the Human Genome Project or whatever the other ones are. There's a bunch of them. Um,
1: Actually, I got my hair cut this week. I, I cut off, what, like 18 inches? Oh, my
0: God. She came home. <laughs> she looked like a different human being. And I was like, thank God I'm not going to find hair everywhere around the house.
1: <laughs> I went into the hairdresser. My, I, could I thought it was my, the dog, but I I it's not her. I could sit on my hair. It was literally to my waist, and now it's to my shoulders. I cut off like a, an entire head worth of hair. But my hairdresser- Could who, have started another human. Seriously, I've known her for- st- 15 years she's amazing I only let her come at me with scissors because um, I have curly hair and it's really hard to cut curly hair so she's telling me she's telling me she was all excited about how she did this ancestry to, no 23 and me and I didn't say anything but she pulled up the app on her phone and look I'm this much this and this much that and I kept my mouth shut because she's a hardcore liberal I love her though she's great with a pair of scissors Um, I, I did tell her, however, and she changed that subject pretty quick. I, I said something about um, my son called me a birthing person and I slapped him into next week. And uh, yeah, she changed the subject on that real quick.
0: <laughs> I can't wait for Father's Day because I'm working Father's Day and nobody can call me a birthing individual. That no, you're day. not. Yeah, yeah.
1: You took that day off, didn't you? We're oh, in Tampa. Shit,
0: yeah, we are. Mm-hmm. We're going to be down there. We? We're
1: going to be in Tampa. I, I hope you took that, that day off. Yeah, I did. <laughs> okay, good. Because otherwise, you ain't going to
0: work. But anyway, if you look at all of this shit, you put all the shit together, you kind of get to where we're at right now. So it kind of applies to some other things I found this week that I thought were just, you know, since I'm on the, the subject of debunking bullshit, right? I figured, and since I'm jumping on this train, I figured, well, how much more fun would it be if something else came out this week that said that. Trump was right about something else.
1: Trump was right. A whole bunch of stuff came out right about Trump this week. Okay. Yeah. The whole thing about them clearing Lafayette. So he cleared Lafayette park for a photo op with the Bible. Nope. That was all bullshit. So that was I, planned I in would advance. you stop? Would no. you please stop? No, you've talked the entire time. Now it's my turn. To okay. Go so head go head.
0: ahead, go ahead. <laughs> Tear this one apart because I'm sure you've read the article. Then if you've, if you're talking so clearly about it, please, Tell all the people why this is important, because this just adds to everything.
1: So protesters weren't forcibly cleared from Lafayette Park because of Trump's photo op. A new report determines this was actually the IG report. I, you know, the, the IG, the inspector general, in case you guys don't know what the IG stands for, that is the inspector general. When you are in the military and you go to a medical doctor's appointment and you have to wait for more than 15 minutes, you can go file an IG complaint.
0: Okay, okay. Well, hold on. A That's, not I, That's not it's, just the military. That's not just the military in any it's, government organization. I, I they gotcha. all have,
1: but I'm, I'm just saying inspector generals. The, that it, little of- I, I'm, I'm putting it on the macro so people can, or putting it on the micro so people can understand the macro better. So the inspector general, uh, investigates things, actually investigates things. Doesn't just pull shit out of his ass and make it up, actually investigates things. So Demonstrators protesting the death of George Floyd were forcibly removed with flashbangs and other non-lethal crowd control munitions from the plaza between St. John's Cathedral and Lafayette Park in Washington, D.C. on June 1st. The incident was widely denounced and quickly blamed on Trump, who walked across the park shortly afterwards to give a speech in front of St. John's Church, as many presidents have done. A report released... Wednesday, by Mark Greenblatt, the Interior uh, Interior Department Inspector General, determined that park police were given permission to and carried out clearing the park long before anyone knew the former president had plans to walk over. In fact, the park was being cleared so that anti-scale fencing could be installed following riots on May 30th and 31st, Greenblatt wrote, according to NBC News.
0: That did what, though? That burnt down St. John's Cathedral. Yeah,
1: exactly. They they tried to burn down St. John's Church, so they were putting up fencing so that they couldn't continue to try and burn down St. John's Church. It didn't have anything to do with Trump. So the evidence we reviewed showed that the park police cleared the park to allow a contractor to safely install anti-scale fencing in response to the destruction of federal property and injury to officers that occurred on May 30th and May 31st, Greenblatt noted. Moreover, the evidence established that revelant Relevant park police officials had made those decisions and had begun implementing the operational plan several hours before they knew of a potential presidential visit to the park, which occurred later that day. The letter continued as such. We determined that the evidence did not support a finding that the park poli- police cleared the park on June 1st, 2020, so that then President Trump could enter the park. So debunked. Done. Again, the news
0: lied. Gone.
1: Once again. All
0: of major media got this wrong. So again- Did any of
1: them issue a retraction? Negative. It
0: brings- No, they did. They did this week very quietly, but they Mm. did this week. That's
1: right. On page 23 below the fold.
0: Correct. So again, this brings up the question. uh, The old money ball question that I brought up. Podcasts ago. So if you haven't listened, go back and listen. I brought up the whole bit about Moneyball when Brad Pitt sits there and he's sitting around all these other guys and they're all sitting there talking about how these guys hit and how they hit well and this, that, and the other thing. And Brad Pitt says, Well, if they hit so good, why, why do don't they, they hit? hit? So again, I it brings the question up about the news. Well, if the news is so good, why can't they get it right?
1: Bongino used that line too in his podcast. He most certainly just the does. <laughs> he most certainly does. And by God,
0: I'm stealing it. By God, I'm gonna fucking. Did you it steal rape it from that.
1: him or did he steal it from
2: you? No,
0: I, I stole it from him. Okay. Because I thought that was a great line. <laughs> and he's absolutely right. So that brings us up to point number three of tonight, which <laughs> we're this, two hours in and
1: we're on point number three.
0: <laughs> no, we're only an hour and thirty nine minutes in. Okay. But we're gonna we're gonna jump down this rabbit hole because this is the next one that i wanted to know about which i thought was absolutely crazy this week that it happened this week so uh everybody knows about patrice Colors. everybody knows who patrice Colors is who is patrice Cullors. the co-founder of black lives matter
1: oh that's right built um, by large manners
0: by by large mansions gotcha correct gotcha that would be the co-founder of Patrice colors. So she was in a recorded video this week where she talked about how she was talking to somebody and how she was a great, like, Oh, I'm just a great organizer. And I bring all these people together, this, that, and the other thing. And I knew that at a really young age, that's why I got involved in it. And this, that, and the other thing, that's why I started black lives matter, this, that, and the other thing. And some other girl says to her at this, uh, at this I don't know, interaction says, well, you know, you sound like the, uh, Marxist, like you should sell the, uh, Marxist book. I forget the name off the top of my head, but it was like a Marxist book. And she was like, you know, I should, I should, you know, we should go out and we should all buy a copy of this, that, and the other thing. And I was sitting there listening to it and, and I, have the same take that a lot of other people took on this, especially Bongino. So if you heard this this week, that's where you're getting it from. Because obviously I heard it there first and I'm bringing it now to everybody else's attention because Bongino's right. She is 100% pursuing a capital idea by telling people to go buy a book. Go buy a book not buy that book.
1: Not, not check it out from your public library.
0: Not, not, not let me buy all these books and then let me give them out, redistribute them based on your wealth status to you. No, 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 no. Not that way at all. No. She's saying, Hey, go out and buy the book so you can read it for yourself. Well, wait a minute. That's a capitalist ideal. That's not a Marxist ideal. So how, again, you can't have your cake and eat it too. Much like we were talking about What's his nuts over there? The pets. Uh, Yeah, pets. You can't have your cake and eat it too. Well, then it gets better. This dumb bitch. She goes out and we all know that how she bought that $1.4 million estate in, but, you know.
1: But she was helping black people. In LA. Because her family's black well, and they yeah, live there.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: Um, that was literally her justification, by the way. She's helping black people because her family's black and they live there.
0: Well, now and around that house. She's put up a fence. No. <laughs> She's put up a fence all the way around the house. That costs about $35,000. Does she have a dog? No.
1: Well, then there's no reason for a fence.
0: She put up $35,000 with the fence. What's 12 foot privacy fence?
1: What is really expensive these yes, days? Yes, it is. lumber has gone up 500%.
0: Hey, so I got a picture here and I'm going to show Vila. What do you think that fence is made out of? Doesn't look like wood. No that's wood that's all wood baby she okay. done did it out of wood well, why the fuck would you do if walls don't work if they're racist to build walls on the southern border why is it not racist for you to build walls around your house
1: and why I mean I guess she made them in wood because she knows that Republicans don't burn shit down
0: I don't know. I, I mean, She doesn't know me good enough then. Obviously. Apparently I need to go out and make a visit. Burn to shit down. Patrice no, let's
1: not do that. Just to
0: blow some th- holes in the That would wood. require
1: going to California and we don't go there.
0: Yeah, I don't like that.
1: I anymore. don't know that you're allowed there
0: anymore. <laughs> I don't think I am actually.
1: <laughs> it's like Canada. Nick's been permanently banned But from anyway, Canada, by the way. so
0: again, she's does she believe in anything that she says or does she just talk out of one side of her mouth and she doesn't stand up for anything that she believes in?
1: Yeah, she does believe in something what money 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 money
0: money 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 is oh well that'll be howie something else but we'll get there yes so anyway so now she has this great big fence going up around her 1.5 million dollar estate and uh yeah what is that to do is that to keep her kids in or to keep people out i
1: i would think it's probably to keep people out
0: well why would you do that if you don't believe in fences if fences are racist if walls are racist because you know that's what she claims, and that's what she believes. Hunter's,
1: Hunter's racist.
0: Well, we know that. Too. Racism
1: is learned at home, though. So let, let me let me speed read my my uh, distraction titles because go for it. This was literally because I, I think I'm done. Every everything, everything that that you saw this week mm. in the news was all a distraction. So it really was. Um, racist hunter is trending on Twitter because Hunter dropped, uh, or a whole bunch of stuff came out from his laptop.
0: Well, more which, text messages. More
1: text messages, which his laptop isn't the distraction, but what they dropped out of it most definitely is. Oh,
0: absolutely. And so, bomb being used against his yeah, lawyer. He, he
1: apparently likes to call his white lawyer the N word, but with yep. the A at the end, so it's not racist.
0: But is that really what it is? I, I mean, see, I don't know. I've had some black people look at me a little weird when I've said that before.
1: Well, there. I, I guess there's that. But but again, racism is learned at home. Um Completely so, believe that. So, let, let's let's go over a, a couple things that he may have learned at home. Let's see. If my opponent wins, they're going to put y'all back in chains.
0: Yeah, I think that is um, racist. Racist.
1: Yeah, Joe said that. Unless we do something about this, my children are going to grow up in a jungle.
0: Racial jungle. Literally. Racial jungle. It's the actual.
1: Yeah. That that was Joe as well. That was Joe as well. If you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black.
0: That's that's racist that's, as fuck. That's
1: racist. That was Joe. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. That's Joe. I mean, you got the first mainstream African American who is articulate and bright and clean.
0: Wow. Eight black people. I just want to make sure if that you was listen in reference to, us, to
1: Obama, who by the way is only a quarter black. Does oh, and it even count.
0: Does and, and now my question is: is He really clean?
2: <laughs>
0: I mean, as we're finding out, because he came out this week, because the panic button's on full mode right now, because Joe is full, fucking everything up. Mode. And um,
1: I, I believe that it was Barack who said that no one could fuck things up as well as Joe.
0: <laughs> yeah, and he basically said that this week. And the mainstream media just glazed over it, like it was. Even Fox News did that, and that blew me away. Even Bongino said that. Said that Fox News glazed over that.
1: Okay, well, we're we're not done with with um, the highlight of the racist of Joe's racist, racist Okay, you cannot go to a Seven Eleven or a Dunkin' Donuts unless you have a slight Indian accent. I'm not joking.
0: Wow, that is Joe, and he is racist.
1: racist. I do not buy the concept popular in the 60s, which said we have suppressed the black man for 300 years.
0: Uh, That goes against
1: today's narrative. A hundred thousand percent.
0: 1619 projects blown out the water by that.
1: Right. We, meaning Delawareans, were on the south side in the Civil War.
0: Wait a minute. Hey, um, Delaware, is that accurate? Because I could have sworn the Mason Dixon line was And if was they were actually on the South
1: Side, they wouldn't call it the Civil War. They'd call it the War of Northern Aggression. As yeah. Moving down I here. was about to say, uh, <laughs>
0: because down here, we call it the War of Northern, the War of Northern, Aggression. Northern Aggression. We don't call it the, the Southern Civil War. Yeah. Or the Civil War, no. for that matter. Uh, matter of fact, uh, again, I asked the question, though, Delaware, at what point were you below the Mason-Dixon line? Because I could have sworn- that Apparently, the
1: Mason- 120 years ago, when Joe lived there, the Mason-Dixon line didn't exist yet, so they were on the south side of the Civil War.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, I that's guess, news I to that me. I, I wasn't aware okay. of that one.
1: So, um, Camel,
0: you're not good with geography, so I can't trust you. Yeah, but no, I'm terrible. Eight, to all our listeners who are good with geography- Please tell me where the Mason Dixon line ran. I'm pretty sure Delaware was on the northern side of that line, but apparently, according to Joe, um, yeah, that went the other direction. Okay, so not really sure when the Mason Mason Dixon line went north. Speedy distractions
1: here. Um, So, Kamala took her first trip as the border czar. Not to the border, though. She went to Guatemala.
0: Why would she go to the border? (laughs) Why? (laughs) I mean, that's just the problem.
1: I mean, well, she says she's been there. She says they've been there.
0: No, she has not been there.
1: No, I know. I know. But
0: nor have they.
1: So. Actually, was it MSNBC or CNN? One of those liberal news medias actually questioned her about this. And she was awkward when Kamala cackles. No, when she starts to laugh
0: laugh. like Joker, not Joker. Like I'm not talking Heath Ledger Joker. I'm talking Joker, Joaquin Phoenix Joker. When she starts to laugh like that weird, awkward laugh, like he's a psycho to begin with. I mean, I don't care what anybody says. If you've ever seen Joaquin Phoenix in any movie, he's a fucking psycho. And you know what? You know, what's really weird about Joaquin Phoenix? He's never showed up on one of my lists.
1: That, that is weird.
0: He has never showed up on any one of my lists, on the lists of the ones that I'm yeah, like. Yeah, I know
1: what list you're talking about. So he's he doesn't fuck kids. He's just straight up
0: weird. He's a fucking psych. He's a straight up serial killer. Well,
1: that's probably because his little brother was ass raped multiple times. That's probably why he doesn't fuck kids. That's
0: possibly. That could possibly be
1: it. So anyway. <laughs> This dumb cunt is literally trying. (laughs) This dog that you hear in the background is my aunt's dog who doesn't know how to shut the fuck up while we're doing a podcast. Yes. And tries to uh, rip our arms off or our legs when we tell her to shut up. Anyway, uh, I wish someone would tell Kamala to shut up. Guatemala tried to do that. So Kamala Kamala (laughs) showed up in Guatemala and it was big signs. Trump won. Kamala, go home. Yep. Kamala, mind your own business.
0: Could not be the worst time is what the Guatemalan president said at the time, said this could not be the worst time for a state-sponsored visit from the United Mm -hmm. States. And that's what he said. And
1: so in that interview that we were just talking about when Kamala was asked why she didn't go to the border, she said, well, I I didn't go to Europe either. (laughs) (laughs) I I I don't understand the point of the question. (laughs) You're the fucking border czar in charge of border security, and you don't understand the question about why you haven't been to the border?
0: For the southern border.
1: For the southern border,
0: not the Canadian border. Yeah, no. no, we're talking about the Mexico yeah, no, U.S. border. Yeah, the Chinese
1: border. have the Canadian border well in hand. Um, the the U.S. Mexico border. She went to Mexico too, and apparently the Mexican president said that their conversation went so well, he referred to her as president.
2: Hmm. Mm.
1: hmm some foreshadowing there, but it's too bad she didn't go to Europe because maybe she would have gotten bitch slapped like Macron did. That was some funny Macron. Shit. Macron. He was out in public with, you know, his security. And he's like kissing babies and shaking hands and some seriously, babe, like, I don't know if you saw this video. This, this was weak. This was the weakest libtarded bitch slap ever. I mean, the fact that this guy bitch slapped Macron, Macron in the first place was kind of exciting, but put a little oomph behind it, you know?
0: So he didn't get his hips into it. It's no. all in the hips. It's all in the hips. It's all no, in the no. This was
1: just like this was like a gay finger slap. Like
0: well, maybe it was like a French slap. Like I, I guess.
1: Anyway, is
0: just like one of those Jesus? Get away from me. So
1: that was that was ridiculous. Um, all right. So uh, back to the the flags. The Trump one flag. We talked a couple weeks ago in the last podcast, I think, or the one before that. How they were. Um, rolling out the Trump one signs in New York at both uh, first baseball game, games, yes. yeah, at baseball games, first Yankee stadium and then Shea stadium. And we were talking, well, I don't know if it's called Shea stadium anymore. Mets stadium. Um, we we're talking about how, Oh my God, how can someone go to both Yankee stadium and the Mets stadium? That's just like, that's,
0: that's well, it's just a about. train ride. So,
1: but you know, you're, if you're a Mets fan, you don't go to Yankee stadium yeah, and vice very versa. True, very true. And if you're a Mets fan or a Yankees fan,
0: you sure as hell don't go you don't to, go to Fenway Park you don't but go there. But they
1: sure shit did because this this is not about baseball anymore. This is about a political movement. This is about Trump. So they unfurled a huge Trump 1 sign at Fenway in Boston.
0: Ooh. That
1: was awesome. And then at the, uh, at the Islanders game, the hockey game in New York. Yep, yeah, yeah, the Islanders
0: okay. hockey. The, the, this
1: shit. So they started singing the national anthem. This girl, and she could. not She wasn't that great of a singer, but the the song is amazing. So after no, but the, the one hundred
0: and sixty five so thousand people chorus, that were in attendance.
1: After the first chorus, she stopped singing. Yep, and the one hundred and sixty five thousand people in uh, New Yorkers. Picked it up while they were already singing and kept going. And they sang the whole Whole thing right through. It was impressive. It it gave me chills. It literally did. That's
0: Americans. That's Patriots right there. That
1: was. So honestly. Hats
0: off to them. Kind of makes Very few times that I take my hat off and I say, I know you can't see me, but hats off. Hats off. To every single one of them. God bless them.
1: So um, apparently they were um, some of the people that Maya Gay was disturbed by. You know, she was. Oh, home, those are the the the, the ones
0: that the, the that's that, the they, chick that from MSNBC that was running around saying, "I saw a bunch of American flags and Trump flags and fuck Biden and fuck this and Biden's a bitch and this that and the other thing." And I saw some bad words and it was all bad. It was just really no, bad. no.
1: She was really offended. She was disturbed. Oh, by she's the very American disturbed. Flags. I was
0: very disturbed she by the American flag because, because they had American flags on the back of their trucks and I just didn't because understand it told why.
1: Her, this is not my America. This is your, your America. America, your white America. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. And I don't
1: belong here.
0: Whatever. Cunt.
1: Okay. Uh, last I knew it's not just white people that are Trump supporters and it's not just white people that fly American flags. Hey, by
0: the, by the way, bitch, just want to throw some things out to you. I got some really good friends. Also not about race. That are all black. And guess what?
1: You don't have to be white to love your
0: country. They have a pickup truck. So, so get this. I live in the South. I, I got a bunch of friends that are black. They own pickup trucks. And on the back, back of their pickup trucks, they, they put American flags on there and they fly the American flag because A, they fought for this country. B, they believe in this country. And C, they believe the direction that this country is going in is the wrong direction. And they want to make sure that they are well heard and they are well known saying, look, we support those who support us we do not support those who keep us the fuck down and she is among those who keep us down
1: yeah so all right keep going here cyber attacks cyber attacks
0: oh that's get that's getting worse though that's gonna be another that is just i'm we're gonna can you hold off on that because i'd like to wait on another podcast because i got some more info coming in on that i just i gotta hit the
1: the, i'm gonna hit the wave top all right hit the wave top okay so um, in case y'all didn't hear this, but Congress was actually uh, fell prey to a cyber attack where more than 60 members of Congress cannot access a whole bunch of their data, specifically um, how they directly communicate with their constituents for weeks now, weeks, because of a cyber attack. Um, of course, we all know about the colonial Oil pipeline cyber attack, which turns out it wasn't actually, an. Uh, I heard this today, this is really interesting. The attack itself didn't shut down the pipeline. Okay. I find this out. The cyber attack was on the billing system of colonial oil. Colonial oil shut down their own pipeline because they couldn't get paid. Hmm back to money. But anyway, um so the uh the CEO or the CEO, the COO, I think the COO, chief operating officer um of Colonial Oil was up in front of Congress and they asked him, "Well, do you have I mean, how come no one could just go out and and you know, turn the the wheel and turn the pipe back on? Why couldn't you manually operate the pipe?" And this guy said, "Well, there are very few manual pipe operators left." They're either dead or retired. We've pulled a handful out of retirement to try and teach the people that we have working here now how to manually operate the pipes. All those kids know how to do is push buttons on a computer. Ain't that scary?
0: Well, that is, but again, I ask you to hold off on this one because I actually have some more information coming on this. Okay, And I know... uh, I, I, I hate doing this, and that's why I didn't want to do this uh, this way because <laughs> there's, I gotcha.
1: we'll,
2: we'll go there's a in, lot we'll, of stuff
0: that's
2: going to come out on that. this
0: here shortly, okay. and we all just need to, again, remember my words about tactical patience. Tactical gotcha. patience is a motherfucker. I know it sucks, and I know a lot of you okay. want to do it. Well, but- there's
1: one, one more quick thing in there, and I'll get off the colonial oil one, but um, in case you guys don't know, and a lot of people may not, Uh, I found this out when I woke up the other morning and I saw on Twitter, all these news sites had been blacked out for like six hours. Well,
0: yeah. Google, uh, Amazon was even out. Amazon was was out for like six hours. But
1: it was overnight here on the Eastern Seaboard. So when I got up at six in the morning, it had just come back up. Correct. And I heard about it on a a news site that apparently had been down. So that's just another cyber attack, though. Yeah. Um, So that's uh, coming. We'll, well, talk, we'll talk more about that later. There's
0: more about that. There's a lot of there's stuff lot about, this. about that.
1: There's a lot more about that. But what I found really interesting was Trump's reaction to it or what Trump said in response to it because, of course, the media was all like, oh, you're an idiot because they always say that about him. But basically, he said, well, if you can't secure the computer, don't use the computer.
0: That's uh <laughs> I hate to say it but he's man.
1: actually right. Yeah,
0: it's pretty simple.
1: I mean, he he really is, you know? Yep. Um that there's a reason why Mick used his whiteboard to lay out his investigation. Cuz sometimes it's a lot easier to put a pen to paper. You know what? We were in Mexico a couple years ago. And this will always stick with me. It was the funniest thing.
0: Um The Mexican iPad. The
1: Mexican iPad. It stuck with you too. So this they do these shows in, you know, in the, the main pavilion, whatnot. And uh there's this comedy guy and and he's like, he's running around with a, a literally a
0: notebook. A no, p- no, he says he says, Hold on a second, let me pull out my Mexican my iPad. Mexican and iPad. he pulls out like a, a fucking piece I, of paper and a pen, and he's like drawing on it. He's, he's like, Yep. Like, there's,
1: my there's my Mexican iPad. There's my Mexican iPad. And no one can hack that. There's, nope. there's no cyber attacks on a Mexican iPad. There's
0: no cyber attacks on a whiteboard. There's
1: no cyber attacks on a whiteboard. Um, if, you, if you have gold and silver in your hand, and I, I don't mean paper. I mean, if you have gold and silver in your hand, guess what? There's no cyber attack on your crypto wallet if you're holding gold and silver in your hand. Um, Trump also said he thought Bitcoin was a scam, which is where I brought that to. So, um, which, and you know, I, I go back and forth on that and
0: I have been back and forth on it, but now I'm like $60 down on Doge and I'm kind of leaning in Trump's favor on that one, because I'm wondering if that's just not a, another scam.
1: Well, uh, Doge is whatever, but Bitcoin itself brought which on, was on was by initial, Jeff Bezos. Initial, no, uh, Elon Musk
0: or Elon Musk, um, whatever.
1: But, Bitcoin, Bitcoin is all seems fine and good. And, you know, it's, it's a, a great way to protect your wealth, et cetera, decentralized. So they say, I'm still confused about, well, we'll get into that one too. Um, but.
0: Actually, it, we might have a guest coming on about that because we're going to ha- bring somebody on who knows something about okay. that because I'm completely confused as to how I own how, something. How,
1: how the,
0: that what? doesn't exist.
1: Okay, um, so uh, but the DOJ recovered some of the Bitcoin.
0: Which is weird, how?
1: How do you recover Bitcoin? Yeah. So they say that they found it, they found this crypto wallet in a computer that they recovered in California.
0: I have no idea. Which means, which then begins to- Goes back I, to begs, my
1: original theory, which you won't let me talk about.
0: But anyway. Which begs the question, did that original hack start- here or to start in a foreign country? That
1: was my question,
0: and that's the next question that comes up with that. And it's not that I won't let you talk about it; it's just that I don't have all of the details yet from some other people that I'm trying to get information from. So, okay, um, and I don't want to blow that up that spot up yet if we'll, we'll look we're there. wrong.
1: So uh, the Bezos brothers are going to space.
0: I can't wait Jeff when Bezos that rocket is blows up on the fucking okay. launch pad.
1: So um, I guess there is a reason that he stepped down from Amazon so that he can go fight a space race with elon musk hey if that's what billionaires want to spend their money on because apparently they pay no taxes Did you know that
0: well according to joe biden according to joe biden and everybody else they pay zero in taxes
1: well secret irs files came out and that is true billionaires pay no taxes absolutely zero in taxes
0: which i don't believe at all
1: yeah we'll get there um well i whatever um let's see
0: how many more stories do you have over there because like literally you've eaten up almost 30 minutes now
1: okay good i've got two more go okay hurry up Alyssa milano is gonna run for congress who gives a fuck (laughs) that one more time distraction who gives a fuck that was just the funniest thing i'd heard all week and
0: she was wait wait she was which one she was punky brewster no she wasn't punky brewster she was uh what Alyssa Milano Susan was... She was in
1: Charmed. Oh, and, and, no, Charles um, in
0: Charge. She was uh, in Charles...
1: 90210.
0: And she was in Charles in Charge, though. Her f- original was
1: series Charles was in Charles, Charles in,
0: charge. in Charge. Wow. That's how far back I can And he
1: think. went... Um, what's his name?
0: Scott. Uh, Scott he's, Baio. He's, Scott he's, the Baio. he's the biggest He's the biggest Republican ever. ever. <laughs> and I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> he is so red-pilled, it's not even funny.
1: Yes. Okay. Last two things. Uh Shay Moss and Ruby Freeman, you remember them? of course, Shay Moss uh is the daughter of Ruby Freeman. Ruby Freeman was the or Shay Moss was the election supervisor in Fulton County, Georgia, the one that uh stored and and then retrieved the boxes of ballots from under the skirted tables when there was the non existent leak in um the staples arena. Well, they were counting votes in in November anyway. They've both they're both going to court. They've both been subpoenaed now.
0: Ooh,
1: yeah, both. Well, subpoenaed. you
0: know, Fulton County's going through their recount right now. I know it. So, and that's going to be done. Should be done by the end of the summer.
1: Yeah, according that's to what be I understood. Fun too. Okay, and
0: Pennsylvania is sure. also in a recount, uh, which is. Uh, interesting because they had the boat and the boat went through as you heard the last time we talked it was still up in the air because they hadn't had the vote. Well, the boat went through the next day they started the recount that was how quick it went i was like holy shit north carolina is in a recount um wisconsin is about to start their recount so all of the states that there was questionable winnings for biden in are now have one or more counties under recount
1: and Maricopa County, which started it all, is has over. officially finished. Yep, and they were two hundred thousand ballots short. So initial reports say that there were there there was not two point one million ballots. It was more like one point nine million because they were two hundred thousand ballots, ballots short,
0: which is a big deal because Joe why? Biden
1: only won by ten thousand votes. Thank you. So you're missing two hundred thousand ballots.
0: This is wait. folks, folks. This is what I've been getting at from the get-go. Proof is in the pudding. We have to have the proof. Now we have the proof. Here. This is where we start fighting.
1: Here, here's some proof for you, right here. Well, I was 14.
0: If you please at ease. I keep forgetting I'm president.
1: No shit, Joe. <laughs> we know that, Joe. You weren't president. Oh. But he did, he he was at the G7 summit. It used Correct. to be the G8 summit, but they kicked Putin out. He's meeting with Putin next week um, in, Which will be in funny. private, but they're not doing a joint press conference together.
0: No, why not?
1: Because Putin's going to eat his, for fucking breakfast.
0: Eat eat his lunch. Yeah. That's what I heard too. Okay.
1: Um, but
0: I've actually heard that from secret service agents that Putin's, Putin's going to eat, eat his, his lunch. lunch. Yep.
1: yeah. Well, it's, it, partner, it's probably going to be a peanut butter and jelly sandwich with the crust cut off.
0: Correct. So, <laughs> so he can go to nap time. <laughs> he can really. go
1: have nap time. Um, but he, he, did, he did go to the G7 summit. And apparently we're giving, I don't know, f- fucking 50 million more doses of the COVID shot to the poor countries so that they can all die too. Um,
0: apparently that's fine. So Whatever. But uh, eugenics, I believe that call they call that eugenics. They,
1: they do call that eugenics. Is it
0: passive or is that aggressive eugenics?
1: Does it does it matter?
0: Yeah, 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 kind of. Kind okay. Because did you know or didn't you know uh, is the question.
1: All right. Well, none of that matters. None of it. Not a single bit of it. You know why? Why? None of it matters. None of it. Why? Oh, Here, here's why. To so
0: let us know what the greatest threats facing America were, the greatest physical threats. This is not a joke. You know what the Joint Chiefs told us the greatest threat
2: facing America was? Global warming. Military
0: satisfaction. So I got a question for that you. That is a fucking joke. So, so tell me something. Are are all the soldiers and all, are all the sailors and all the airmen and all the Marines going to just quit farting? Is that how we're going to combat global warming at a... Military, military scale? I mean, I'm just wondering.
1: They're going to kill all the cows because they produce too much methane.
0: Well, I was just wondering if all the soldiers, sailors, airmen, and Marines were just going to quit farting so that way we can prevent global warming.
1: Would our dog be included in that?
0: He would be because he was a God. Marine. <laughs> that's,
1: it's wrong, I don't know idiot. if they would
0: put a plug in his butt. I don't know how they would do that.
1: But uh, none of it matters. The election fraud, the, the, the Wuhan flu, the... The, the
0: cover the, the Wuhan cov- cover the up cover
1: up, the COVID vaccine, the incoming death waves, the you know, the depopulation of the planet. None of that matters. Because global warming yeah. is the greatest threat to so any of us.
0: I sent you, and I, I, I don't send you a lot of stuff to read or to, to watch, but I, I did send you a video earlier this week. Did you get a chance to watch it? I did watch it. And uh it was a uh his history channel video
1: no actually you know what i tried to watch it and when i pulled it up it wouldn't it wouldn't go through and i tried to search it both on our cable thing and on youtube and i couldn't pull it up really yeah interesting yeah interesting. i tried i i tried to watch that actually the other night and i tried to watch it on my phone i tried to watch it on my tablet i tried to watch it on the tv well that fucking come blows anyway. out
0: my and and how we we're gonna end this but anyway um so anyway, I guess we'll come back to that. But yeah. there's there's a video that she has to watch that I wanted to get her take on it first. And then we're going to put it out there. We'll put it in the show notes so you all can watch it too. Uh, either way, uh, long story short, there's a lot of shit here to digest. We've been rattling on now for two hours and eight minutes. Um, so... Take it however you want to take it, but please look at the whiteboard because the whiteboard spells it out. I mean, it can't get any more exact.
1: I I think this qualifies as shocks the conscious. I
0: I would say so. I think this might be what they were trying to cover up before and they were prepping us all to figure out that, hey, this all shocks the conscious and makes everything straight. I mean, Um,
1: literally, babe. Okay. You know, normally I sit down and I do show prep and- And I'll pull a story here and there, things that catch my eye, you know. All of those stories that I just read out, and there was a good dozen of them.
0: Easy. There were 14 of them.
1: All came out in one day.
0: Literally. Literally. This whole thing.
1: Frantic distractions. They are just literally throwing as much shit at the wall as they can right now to distract you
0: from in what's really going on, which is this can. huge story, and yes. this is the biggest story because ever. Because if
1: you're too concerned reading Hunter's emails with him dropping the N word, you're not going to have time to read Fauci's emails.
0: Correct. And this, this, this one story alone. I mean, I, folks, if you're a conspiracy theorist at heart, you believe in conspiracies. I, I don't care if, even if you don't, even if you question them, if you, if you've had the question, well, is this, is there a possibility to this? This is one of those things that you look at and you say, yeah, there's, there's a real possibility to all of this. This all fits the, I don't care how, I don't care how single-minded, stupid, it doesn't matter. This all fits together. No matter how you work this out, no matter how you play this out, no matter how this works out at the end of the day for you. That she
1: is the all fits together murder of our time.
0: Literally, he killed 12,393 people and he barely blinked an eye. Yep. He barely went to bed. The guy worked his ass off to kill 12,393 people. And I'm not even through all the emails. I'm just going through the ones I found that I thought were prevalent. Don't get me wrong. This was taken from a skewed eye. It was taken from my conspiracy eye. As I'm going through the emails, I'm sifting through the ones that I know that are bullshit. I'm taking the ones that I know that are real, that have something to contribute to this board. These are the ones so far that I found. And I'm only through about 30, probably through about 1200 emails and all the rest are bullshit from like friends, people, colleagues that he used to know And then I'm going to the ones that Peter Dasick's, the, the, the Christopher Parks, all of those, the Mike Pence's that are in there. And he has several emails in there with Mike Pence, which he should, I'm not saying that that's illegal. What I'm saying is what Mike Pence was also CC'd on that are in those emails. What did Pence
1: know? And what did he tell Trump?
0: That becomes the next set of questions because I have the more questions. Then there's the next more questions. And the next more questions is what did Pence know? How did Pence know it? And when did Pence tell Trump? Those are the next questions that obviously fall in line with this. I'm just at the forefront, I'm at the beginning. Because if Fauci knew all of this and all of the cover up happened this early on, and they were hoping to hide this in some act of subterfuge like they are, then the next question is okay, so what did Pence know? When did Pence know it? How did Pence know it? And when did he tell Trump or when did he not tell Trump? Now, where are we? And that's the next set of questions. And I think the overall question should be when should Fauci be charged with a crime? Because I'm not even through four months worth of email or three months worth of emails yet. And as far as I'm concerned, he's committed 12,393 murders. When was the last time a serial killer got away with 12,393 murders? Hiller? Mm. Before he was caught? Mm. Yeah. I mean, seriously, when is the last serial killer that got away with that many murders?
1: Mass murder.
0: Mass murder. I mean, that's a capital crime. It's a
1: mass murder. It's your past serial killer. Serial killer is like one-on-one individual. Yep. This is this is mass. This is genocide. Yeah. This is mass when is genocide.
0: When is Fauci going to be convicted of a crime? Because I can already prove within the realm of conspiracy that he knew about certain things that would have kept people alive. He kept it from the public. He kept his mouth shut. And then on top of that, he downplayed their effectiveness. And the reason he downplayed their effectiveness was for money. Yeah. Did you know that he
1: partnered with Moderna?
0: Yeah. Well, he's partnered with Moderna through eco health Alliance. Again, eco health Alliance shows up again, Damn. This is getting to the point where it's like blood soaked. When you get to something that's blood soaked, you can't get the blood off the blood off your hands. Okay. Once you're involved in it, you just can't get the blood off your hands. And I like to drop that right where I wanted to, which is it's, it's always been about the money. It is. It's about the money. So again, like share, subscribe. If you listen to all two hours and 15 minutes of us, appreciate it. Uh,
1: And I I did have one more big story that I'm not going to cover tonight because it's going to be a whole podcast in itself. And it does actually relate back to this, but just a little teaser in case no one has watched the number one show on Netflix right now, Sweet Tooth. I watched the whole thing and there is some serious predictive programming in there and it relates back to some crazy shit that's going on right now and that we found out about as well. In the emails.
0: So. All right. So little again, teaser for the next time, like, share, subscribe, enjoy, uh, for the Mick and V Lynn, uh, again, uh, enjoy your evening and try and digest this as best you can. Cause I know this is a loaded show. We'll try to keep it lighter next time. Either way, we're going to end this a little differently because I always told you it's always about one thing. What is it?
1: Money, 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 money. So
0: we're ending this a different way tonight. So enjoy it. Good night, folks. Good
2: night.